Come on, everybody, get set, let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the Premium Pete Show. If you want to scoop in the low, down low, listen to the show, Buzz Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. Miss Lissa knows. It's the Premium Pete Show. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. Now tell me what you gonna do. It ain't no way to run. When judgment comes for you, cause it's gonna end. And if you forgot, got him. And I got him in everybody. I own him, own him, and I'm gonna let him name it. And I'm just saying, I'm gonna let him name it. Okay, okay, and then we're gonna plan no living, no, 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 24-7 dash. Gotta shoot and play, and we know the devil's all up in my face and give me a face. <laughs> what? Ooh, what can I do? <laughs> hey, hey, we pray, we pray, we pray, we pray. See you at the crossroads, crossroads. And see you at the crossroads. Crossroads. Boom, boom, boom. That's how we feeling for the new year. See you at the crossroads. Oh, well, 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 this is this the tie loose ends. Internet, internet. This is the crossroads. This, it, ain't, it ain't the new year yet. <clears throat> it is the end of the year. This is the last episode of 2016 of the mm. Premium Pete Show mm. with Miss Wilson Knows. Mm. My man Dallas Penn's in the fucking building again. Internet. Again, this motherfucker. Let me tell you something. I think he bought stock in the fucking uh, podcast. <laughs> he bought stock, and then he wanted to sit in on. He's down. Yeah, he bought. Yeah, he's down by law. Oh, I think okay. that he's a a great addition. I've mm-hmm. been saying mm-hmm. that since he came through. Well, here's the thing for internet that don't know. I've been uh, always bothering Dallas. Like, yo, stop by. You know, uh, you, you know, you're not a guest. You're family. You, you know, and that was that was true story. He curved me like forty two times, so I think he said, "You know what? I can't curve my boy forty three. No, I think he. <laughs> I think it's me. I think yeah. that you know, it's the female aspect. Like he like to come through and hang out with Pete and Lissa. Like we, it's good because like you, he already know you, Mr. Like, so you already got on the phone. A so, wonderful energy. Yeah, it's my to mix, bay. To mix with my guy. Premium, yeah, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's us. Internet, so I mean, internet's already know. I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, and I'm happy listen, to be in the space. I think if I'm correct, this is the third episode in a row that Dallas Penn is on. Could you believe that? I'm see, Dallas is the type of dude that he'll come like four, five, six episodes, then you won't see him for six years. He'll be back. <laughs> you know? But anyway, I'm enjoying him while he's here, and I'll, I'll tell yeah. you too, right off the bat, I, I, I like tw- Destiny's Child now. I, I tweeted, complete. I tweeted this last week. <laughs> I tweeted this last week and I said, I am Tony, proud. Tony, Tony. I'm proud, very proud of Dallas uh, and A. King. And I said this because both of them this year in 2016 have lost a lot of weight, mm. or as Dallas says, sell, sell, sold the weight, um, and continue to stay healthy. You know, and, mm-hmm. and, and it, it's not only that I'm proud of them. They should be proud of themselves oh, because health is wealth. Health that's is wealth. Real talk. Health is wealth. That's, that, that's never a lie. Yeah. Health is wealth because if you don't have that health, you're going to lose that wealth. That's yeah. a fact. Exactly. You know, I had a horrible health struggle. Internet's real talk. Man, listen, almost went down for the count, mm-hmm. you know, uh, learning about my diabetic condition. Right. And what my body can tolerate and what I have to do. Crazy, man. Now I'm back in the world again. And still the the triggers, the things that attack you, mm. you know, because Internet, as long as I stay clean 
of sugar, mm-hmm. of even bread, horrible bread. I can get my health back. I can get myself back. But them things be out there calling you. Boom. Oh, you running around. Boom. Grab a quick slice. Right. Boom. Because you on the move. You running. Bomb, 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 bomb. Nah. So look out for me, though, Internet. Look out for me. We're going to get it right. We're going to get the green juice back up. You have but, to. But Good listen, to be out here with y'all. In, in 2016, you almost lost your foot. If in 2017, oh my life! What the fuck are you gonna? You got to top that. What are you gonna top that? Right? <laughs> Listen, let me get back a life. Yeah, I'm about to say that he can top that by having. You got to lose your arm life. for me to really care about you in 2017. No. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's what I said, man. With yo losing Prince in 2016, mm. like yo, anybody that does music, just try to keep your ass alive to the next calendar year, right now, because there's nobody. Yeah, nobody could top this. We lost a lot of people Stevie in 2016, Wonder. man. We lost a lot of people in 2016, and, and we still feeling the vibe of losing people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we lost Sean P, mm-hmm. but we feeling the vibration. Yeah, you know of missing him, his physical, but his spirit still here. You yeah. see him all the time. You laugh. You hear his voice saying some shit to you. I at least I do internet, but I do be. You know, alter. <laughs> yeah, you do. You Don't do. listen to shit I say, Internet. Mind altering. But, Internet, listen, let me let you know. First of all, thanks for listening to the last episode with our uh, resident sex therapist, Nikki Morgan. Uh, she's always great. The way she just drops gems. I like the way I call her a sex entrepreneur. She's mm-hmm. running this uh, 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 day retreat. I mean, people are fucking stabbing and, and fucking and sucking and, and, and enjoying. <laughs> I mean, they're just doing some crazy Yo, shit. They're stabbing and stabbing. Yeah, if shit. Cabin stabbing. Cabin, all that. But yeah. anyway, listen. It was great. It was it was great to have uh, Nikki Morgan on. Thanks for tuning mm. into that. And this episode right here is an end of the year episode. And how we wanted to do it was not really like put things in order. There's no like number one, number two. It ain't no order. It's us highlighting some of the greatest moments out the year of you know the Premium Peach Show. Miss Listen knows some of the people that have stopped by, uh, some of the things that had have, have gone on. And 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 first and foremost, we definitely need to thank all the cities. All the states that have been on a check-in. I mean, I went over it on previous episodes. DP, I mean, there's there's things I can't even pronounce of people on the check-in. Sweden's on the check-in. You know, Africa's on the check-in. You know, international, domestic, all over. Particularly Philly, Brooklyn, Detroit. Uh, um, I, I mean, uh, Houston, Florida. You know, Sweden. Y'all Sweden. fucking with Sweden? Sweden, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the PMP show Sweden recording shows. in Sweden would be sick. Yeah, we do have people out there. Yeah, yeah. Internet's are out there, but just instead of going to Sweden, just go to IKEA, Red Hook, Brooklyn. <laughs> Get a Volstag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, but we really listen. Uh, I mean, go to the been, cafe. It's been amazing. I mean, even Miss Lisa, you know, how has this been for you to not only just be a part of this, but to see all these people saying like, "Yo, I'm tuned in from from Africa." I'm tuning in from... Have you seen people say that? Why thing? you have to say Africa, though? Like, why? Well, I, this is the most recent one I just seen. <laughs> I feel good because it's like... Did it's they my, say we're in Africa? my homeland. So I feel like... Yeah. Shout out to Africa. Auntie Untumbe. Africa's a big country. Uncle Harpo. Everybody in the hut. That shit makes me happy <laughs> to know that y'all listening. No, but I really think that is... Um, 
I think it's dope. I mean, for me, I told you, like, coming coming into this, you already had that following. So for me to just, like, get adapted and see the like, the love and the responses and even the people that say, like, in the, be- in the beginning, they didn't like me or they were uncertain, but now they're, like, with the shits. Like, shout out to y'all. <laughs> I, I'm, I think it's dope. Miss Liss is dope. Miss yeah, Liss is dope, yeah. Listen, first, dope energy in the space. Uh, another, another, yeah. another, another first and foremost, we have to thank um, Scotty and the and Avion and the entire engine room team. Yeah. Uh, you know, for really, you know, I was talking to Dallas about this and for really um, giving, putting some wind behind the uh, 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 sailboat, you know. Mm. And, you know. Real talk. The sailboat, we were out there and I was thinking and, and, and the internet's the engine room. In New York City, uh, all the dope podcasts, uh, tape out of here. If you ever want to find out any info, Google them, Engine Room, see what they can offer you, whether that be some studio time or space. But honestly, um, Scotty and Avion, I really appreciate the opportunity for letting us do do this and really, you know, getting me back on my feet mm. and really getting me back out to the people. So, Internet, uh, if you appreciate the Premium Pete Show, you got to appreciate the Engine Room. Um, Salute. Yeah, most definitely. Word. And and I definitely want to shout out the team. You know, the team that has been able to be able to do this. Because who would have ever thought? I, I, you know, I started off the show episode one, New Beginnings, and I was like, "Welcome, internet, to the Premium Pete Show with Miss Listen Knows." And I said, "Who the fuck ever thought I would say that?" <laughs> right. And that was my exact words. Like, I never thought that I would say that because not that and 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 love to combat. Uh, uh, you know, I appreciate my time there, but I just was zoned in on making the Combat Jack show the best it could ever be. You did. Uh, and I wasn't zoned on making, you know. You nah. did. Yeah. You did, Pete, and you did. And it was a unfortunate, uh, you know, turn in a, in a great relationship. You know, we, we all have great relationships. We all love each other. Mm-hmm. We all watch each other grow and mature. And not only that, but really evolutionize uh, the way people in our communities with our values get information duh mm-hmm. point blank mm-hmm. we are we are the people right we yeah. are we are the internet salute that's yes indeed salute to tribe mm-hmm. salute to everybody but we are the people yeah no no definitely com- like i said salute to the combat jackson salute to loudspeakers network um you know it's amazing yes. that that you you know we did the show with you a couple of weeks ago and you were like hey you know, uh, let's stop off at the LSN party. And the old me was like, yeah, fuck that shit. But then you, you said, let's do it because, you know, it'd be, it'd be nice for you to see people and for people to see you there. And I listened to you, and, and I think that's important to listen to your friends that have your best interest in mind. Right. And, and, and we went there, and it was nice. It was nice to see everybody, and it was nice. You know what's nice? It's nice to move on. It's nice not to hold uh, baggage, you know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, it, 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 that's what it's nice. But most definitely, like I said, shout out to A King, yes. shout out to Jonathan Menna yes. uh, for supporting. Uh, um, you know, and and, yes. and just everyone in the loudspeakers network. Shout everybody, Badrew, Badrew, yeah, Badru. I see Badrew in that motherfucker. Badrew, Badrew is from the country Africa. Badrew is one of the first interns for the Combat Jack show. Badrew, yeah, yeah, I never forget that. Don't know who Badrew is. But it's definitely been word Untumbe's son. It's been great seeing Pete like transition and hearing the changes because in the beginning you were definitely not giving shout outs. So 
to have you saying that now and even seeing you interact with combat and just like the the shift in the relationship like this was like very therapeutic for you like you like you shared it publicly and like seeing it you yeah. you've grown a lot yeah no i mean i think that um you know i've just i just wanted closure you know, yeah. and, I, and 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 I just I just want the best. For, you know, like I don't want the worst for him. I want the best for all of us. You know, mm-hmm. and I really mm-hmm. do mean that. And I think the people around me who know me know that I want that. So blessings to them. But anyway, it's been a special moment. It's amazing what a podcast could do. It's amazing, mm-hmm. uh, uh, as always, as I told Dallas, as, it's amazing what these internets can do. You know, I have friends. Uh, you know, that in New Year, I reached out to someone. I'm not going to even get into full business, but I reached out to someone. Um, that I knew was looking for a job because I knew the people and this dude is getting a job changing his whole career, doing something he loves, uh, uh, all pros, you know, very, very, very few Nikons. And that's, I met this kid through the internets and I was able to help him. I guess dude's life is going to change. I'm like, it's the little things in life that make me say to myself, I go, here's the thing. Sometimes you do things for people without doing them for yourself. Right. Because, but you're still doing it for yourself doing because few, it's going to yeah. come back in, exactly. in the energy and exactly. that ripple and effect. Exactly. And, so, and people need you. And I think, uh, you know, I took a, a, a very a long time ago a very um, – I like to take a stake in people. I believe in people and I like to build my relationships like that and be there for the long run, you know, right. longevity. But anyway, I want to shout out the team. Uh, Reek and Mommy. <laughs> 32 Rena she's been a great addition to the show so yeah, we need some empanini ch- ch- check her out Reek and Mommy 32 on Instagram um, my man Chris brother Christopher, brother Christopher doing the video and the photos every week um, you know really has been a, a great addition to the team visually I've always had that mindset you know uh, Dallas when we, we had the Combat Jack show Mello uh, used to take pictures, remember? Mm, mm. And even we used to take pictures in 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 the uh, you know all messed up and all all PNC, over the place. PNC days. PNC was the worst, the worst photo days, right? The best. PNC was the realest shit ever. Mm, mm. PNC was the beginning. I'm telling you, like PNC is never gonna get there. Just do like people don't understand that PNC was internet radio before Sirius. Like, yeah, th- they were. Uh, they were pioneers in, in this, and they never, like, really flourished. He was there. And so he many was talents there. came from there. But Combat Jack was there. He wasn't I ready. was there. Premium Pete was there. There was a point where Shaheem Reed had a show. Like, mm. T. Smith. Like, mm. Jason Rodriguez. Like, mm. so many people were in there. Dallas Penn. Like, Mecca. There was so many. Mecca. Pe- yo, so many people. Karen Even, Simmel. yo. DJ Ben-Amin. Yo, you said Karen Civil? Yeah, she was. Oh, for real? Okay, I thought she was being extra. Yo, but even Wiz Khalifa was in there at one point. Like, he didn't have a show, but he was there. And that was the beginning of something really great. And it didn't get, like, promoted or done. I don't know. That hiatus changed everything. Mm -hmm. But... Shout out to PNC, like yeah, most definitely. definitely. But let's continue. Let's yeah. continue shouting out the uh, rest of the team. Uh, shout out to that, that, yo. That PNC remark though was for any listener who was like from then. Yeah, yeah. Like, from I'm that time, yeah. from that yeah. era. Yeah, that's where we got started. Respect. PNC, you know, and that's why I met Pete. Like that shit is real. Like that really was like the nucleus of everything. Yes, it's amazing how things connect. That was our college. We're yes. reflecting. Yes. This year end yes. show is reflecting. Tatiana, Janine, and Chris. Um. Handling the social, Ow. the the editors uh, handling the videos, um, and 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 most importantly to um, Isaiah Tigarachi. 
you know, <laughs> I think that's his Instagram name. That anyway, is. he's been a great, um, a great, great, great addition to the team. He's been able to uh, really just, I think, like align us and and get us ready and and really prepare us for you know not only things that we're doing right now but upcoming things. Right. So I, I like listen, internet. You got to have a team, a team real. You know, um, and I love to build with people, and I want the best things to happen to people like i want a photographer to you know uh, get opportunities and you know even miss sister when i was telling you uh when we were doing this in the beginning i was like oh i want you know you to be on bet and be like you know the stepping stones his platforms <laughs> and i think that you know go Pete, what you got what you got if you ain't got a team i mean you ain't got nothing you need a team like real talk you need people and, and you if need you, oh you scramble it up you got me one thing i like about <laughs> one thing i like about my team is that everybody keeps it real with me. There's no real yes men or yes women on this team. That's a fact. Every, you know, I ask them what they think about episodes. Uh, people talk. People tell me. And I think it's so important to me. I want someone, I always say, I want someone to tell me if there's a booger on my nose. Mm. So I can fucking get rid of it so I can walk out to other people like, and be straight. Mm. So I'm thankful for the team. Mm. And, uh, you know, I'm thankful, you know, that we're here and able to really grow. And, and I'm excited for what's, what's coming in 2017, man. But you know what? So this episode, the end of the year Premium Petro episode, is where we're going to go over just basically some episodes that we had and the moments in them because there was a lot. But we're going to focus and highlight on some. So mm. let's get to the, let's get let's get to the first. They're in no particular order, but we're going to go to them as they're in order. You know what I mean? Let's go. So the first episode I want to go to is the Charlemagne episode, and I'll tell you one thing: it took so long to get Charlemagne on the show. Mm. He, I would hit him. I would text him. He would be like, yo, what's up, my brother? I'd be like, yo, you want to come on the show? He would get back to me three weeks later. Mm. It, that happened for months and months and months in. Right. Mm. And, you know, I, I love Charlemagne. I love I love his growth. I love, I love, you know, um, I just love how much he paused, but how much he rose, you know. Mm. And, and, and I feel like he has not stopped winning. Mm-hmm. And he's still got a lot more to do. And in his episode, he came on, you know, he spoke about his upcoming book called Black Privilege. I feel yeah. like Charlemagne's become quotable. Really? Yeah. Nice. I mean, that's, you know, that's that's pretty heavy. Yeah. I mean, he spoke about 5% teachings. He spoke mm. about finding positive energy in the other people. And he also spoke about that he believes the black man is God. And listen, Internet, let's get to this episode where you can hear some of the things that Charlemagne spoke about. Yeah, it's called Black Privilege. Opportunity comes to those who When is that coming out? April 17th through Simon & Schuster. Do you think that uh, that title alone is going to cause slack from people? Or you think it's going to be like, hey, listen, this is what I'm looking at it as? All I want the title to do is empower motherfuckers. Because mm-hmm. I came up, I'm, I'm 36, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I came up in the era of... You know, motherfuckers walking around with the African medallions on, you know. Mm-hmm. I came up with my father playing James Brown. Say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. I was listening to motherfucking Public Enemy. Mm. And when Chuck D was telling me, Farrakhan's a prophet, I think you ought to listen to him. Like, I was, I grew up on black empowerment. I feel like we don't have enough black empowerment no more. That's I feel like fact. I'm watching all of these kids, man. A, a kid told me the other day, this is a true story. A kid said to me, because I was saying that the toughest conversations I have right now about race are with my daughter. Because mm. I don't want to plant seeds in her head and have her thinking about things that may or may not be there. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want I don't want to bog her eight-year-old mind down with thoughts of racism and thoughts of sexism. I just want her to be a kid, right? right. So this dude goes, yo, why don't you just keep it real with her and tell her that her skin is a disadvantage and things are going to be harder for her because she's black. Nigga, fuck you. What the fuck mm. you mean my skin is a disadvantage? Don't right. insult what God gave me. And that's how I truly feel. How can we 
we look at a white person and be like, yo, that white person got privilege because of the color of his skin. Nigga, represents your set. Right. Respect what God gave you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm black. It's a privilege for me to be black. Like, God designed me this way. He created me this way. It's power in what I am. And guess what? I don't know anything else. So how could I look at somebody else and say, yo, they got an advantage of me because of the color of their skin? Why would I do that to myself? Dude, but I remember when we had uh, the episode, which was fucking crazy. Uh, all we got is all of us, me, yeah. you, Combat, and uh, and you were speaking about stuff like that. And people were giving you slack on the sense of like saying that he doesn't like, you know, whenever you you speak like that, people may try to question you and say, mm-hmm. like, you don't understand that there's a disadvantage. And you said, and you would always explain how you know you try to empower it instead of instead of. And I understand I that. Grew up on five percent teachers, but, Pete. Yeah. Like yo, the black. I was taught that the black man is God. Yeah. Like think about that. A black man in America has to believe that they're God, that there's something divine, just to wake up every day and and strive to be successful. All a white person got to do is just wake up, right? Yeah. And you know what I mean. And 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 we give them that. I'm not giving them that kind of. I'm not giving nobody that kind of energy over me. Mm. None. My name, I call myself the God for a reason. I'm a black man. And not even just a black man. I'm God's creation. God put me here to be something great. You know what I mean? So how could I ever look at somebody else and be like, they're greater than me just because? Because of the color of their skin? Nah, you got to show me more than that. You got to outwork me. You know what I'm saying? You got to be more intelligent than me. You, I got to see you putting yourself in better positions than me. Like, you got to do a lot more than just wake up white. Right. You know what I mean? For me to say... <laughs> Oh, he's better than me. I don't give it up for nobody just because of their white. I give it up people people because they're talented. Like, right. I love... Man, there's so many people that I find energy in. That's why I love this whole game. That's why we talk about all these different podcasts and shit like that. I love listening to Drink Champs every yeah. week. Yeah. I love listening to The Read every week. Mm-hmm. I love listening to Tax One every week. That shit inspires me. Yeah. Like, these, motherfuckers, these talented motherfuckers out here. I'm not looking at them saying, oh, he's black, uh, he's white, uh, he's whatever the fuck tax don't is. Because we still was paying me. He's a Honduran motherfucker. Honduran, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, they're just people. They're talented, dope people. I don't say, oh, Kid Fury's gay. Yeah. He's talented. Yeah. That's it. I don't say Pete's Italian. They're yeah. talented. Talent inspires me. That's and, it. And you back it up. That's one thing I will say. You, Al, you, you back you, it up. Well, well, not that way. But, you know, you back it up. Like, there's a lot of people don't... People won't say this shit. They'll yeah. feel it. People listen to the Drink Champs every week. People that we probably know. Yeah, and, yeah. and not big them up and like an episode. Yeah. Like, and, you know, if you ever talk to them, anybody, you know, I'm not going to front. I kind of like that episode. Well, then why don't you say something? Say it. Don't, don't be afraid. That goes back to what you were saying, too, though, about how a motherfucker will get slapped. And everybody will talk about it. But that's the game we live in. Motherfuckers will whisper your success, but scream out your failures. Mm. Charlemagne is a funny dude, man. Yeah, you know what, though? Like, one thing I wish we would have spoken to, to him about was um that Tommy Loren girl. Like, I feel like, because, like, days after he came on the show, pause, he definitely said some reckless shit about, like, you know, black women or Latinos not utilizing their platform at the same level as this Tommy bitch. And, you know, even though Tax did touch on it, it would have been cool to hear, like, Charlemagne's thoughts prior to that happening. Well, I mean, listen, I think he explained himself enough. He was in uh, going back and forth on Twitter. People come of his. I mean, they're coming from every day. Right. I, it's amazing. I feel like when you're hot. People come for you regardless if, you know, you're wrong or right. You know, they're coming for you. Right. And, and they want to see you slip up. You right. Know? They want to get you aggravated, you know. But uh, he's he's been good at what he does, and, and, and we wish him the best of success over here. Right. You know, and he's going to piss somebody else off in 2017. He probably pissed somebody off yesterday. 
The next episode that this I, episode dropped, like uh, the day before this episode, probably. The, but the next episode that I really enjoyed was with uh, Styles P. Um, you know, one thing I really appreciate about Styles P is if I've had a relationship with him for a minute, um, and we text back and forth. And he was on the Bad Boy uh, reunion tour, mm. and he was like, "Yo, when I get off the Bad Boy reunion tour, I want to come on the Prune and Pete show." And I was like, "What? Let's go!" So uh, I wound up hitting him, and then he told me that. He thought he had gout or something like that. You know, he's like, yo, I'm not going to be able to come in at the last minute. And we already had drove in and we already prepared, you know, Miss Lissa got ready and the team got ready. And, um, yo, dude, um, I told him, all right, man. I was like, yo, I, you know, no, no problem. And I guess him just being a real G and a real man of his word, he's like, yo, I'm going to see if I can get a ride. Um, cause I want to, you know, I want to make sure that I fulfill that I told you I'd be there. And he showed up, man. He wound up driving himself. Yes, he did. Yeah, yes, he, he did. You know, and 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 we just spoke about really just like the juicing, the health, you know, help being healthy in 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 life, health in the hood, health in neighborhoods. Right. Um. And, and you know, he's he told super funny stories about DMX, and you know, just really just just you know, open a juice bar with Envy and Angela Yee. But one thing I really liked is, um, you know, when we spoke about um, his um, his daughter, and. Uh, you know, it was very, very touch. First of all, it was very tough for me to bring up, uh, you know, uh, what had happened with his daughter. But it, um, it really just showed how you know we're just we're just people, man. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. know, you never know what life has in store for you. And he's a strong individual. And let's get to the Styles P episode. I know I appreciate not only your contributions you, to hip hop, but just your contributions to life. Because I'll be honest with you, a lot of your tweets, what we don't realize is that they hit people at the right time. You know, and yeah, uh, love is love. You know, I remember you saying, I remember you saying one time, you said, "Those suffering from a, losing a loved one, stay yeah. strong and know a spirit or soul can never die. Yeah, that never dies. And look forward to reuniting with that spirit there. later. You know, one thing I do want to really appreciate you. Always you know, there. Um, when my daughter uh, turns 16, uh, sweet 16, I remember I hit you. And, um, you know, I remember I told you, I said, yo, my daughter loves, you know, the locks. She loves Jada. She loves Styles. And, 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 yo, the next day you hit me back with that video for her, for her sweet 16. Love is love. And, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing thing to, to be able to put your blessings upon, you know, your kids' yeah. blessings. For sure. And, uh, you know, I'm going to end this on a note just to uh, really go over. You know, I know that uh, you had a tragedy in your family. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I'm bringing it up for on some G shit is because a lot of us go through situations, you know, ourselves. Yeah. You know, uh, depression, um, just situations where we feel like. Stay strong. Like, man. No, no, no. Like life hey, gets gotta tough. Stay strong. Gotta stay and strong. And even as a father to my daughter. Sometimes, you know, um, sometimes it's hard to reach a, a, yeah. a teenager. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes they feel like, you know, I, like friends, I'll mm-hmm. give you an example. I speak to my daughter mm-hmm. and sometimes she'll be like, I don't like my mm-hmm. friends. I don't like anybody. Yeah. And she don't want to talk. Sometimes that I don't live with her. Yeah. She goes with her mother, my ex-wife. I worry about her. And, um, you know, I don't know. When that happened with you and in, 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 in your family, man, you know, I never uh, told you this, but, uh, you know, really... Um, you know, I prayed for y'all. Thank you. And uh, thank you. You know, it, uh, I still need the prayers. I need them every day. No, no, no I know Shit. because it, I'm, I'm, I'm lacking on prayers. It, 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 it's scared. It, I need you to know, pray more myself. I, tell you. I got you. I'm a three. I pray three times yeah. a day. That's you, good. You in it? Don't That's worry. good. I had a bad week. 
I think my foot hurt. I had a long week. And I've been from, burning from, stage from lacking on prayers. Yeah. It, it, I, I really feel like, honestly, like when you, because it's the energy it's you put true. out. I really feel like the energy you put in and you put out to the universe will give you back. So you just got to watch what you do, you know? Yep. Yeah. No, but uh, I appreciate you, uh, you know. Love is love. Just to. Uh, Doing that for my kid, knowing of what you went through yeah. and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's know. painful. You know, I miss my baby girl every day. But I know she's with me in spirit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's, um, a lot of people suffer from a lot of things, especially especially pain. So you got to wake up, breathe deep, mm-hmm. give it up to God, and keep moving. Yeah. And and, 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 and I really just think, uh, talk about it. You know, even you see yeah. like, a, like, a, like a kid mm-hmm. cuddy. You know, you yeah. see, like... Uh, God bless him. You yeah. see, he's, he admits he's going yeah. through some shit, you know. He's and, going to rehab, right? Yeah. And he's going That's through good. some... some. Uh, That's good. I feel bad for him. But, he's a good dude. But, you know, it, it's important that, you know, a while, you spoke before, and on the ending note, we spoke before how we don't go to the doctor. Yeah. A lot of us, a style that we grew up with. Yeah. We don't go to the doctor. We don't talk about when we have problems. So, you know, I'm just trying to get better. Just you know, right, right. Day, push it forward. No, no, most definitely just because also forward. for our kids. Yeah, for you sure. You know, like you spoke about. So, you know. God too. Love is love, you know. But um, all day. And and, and in this episode, I want to say, yo, yo, this shit, you got me all, um, man. Shit it's a touchy subject, right, subject man. Yeah. yeah. It's a touchy subject. But I just want to let you know, yo, honestly, my prayers are with you. Thank you, brother. And, uh, too. and it kind of makes you. me feel bad because sometimes I get annoyed by my daughter. Like, I'm just like a new mom, single mom. And uh, like I really yeah. want her to understand how much I really do love her. You know, yeah. like, you know, you want to cherish those moments. And, yeah, make sure. It's hard because sometimes, you know, um, like people, like I, I could have never told you anything was wrong with my daughter. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I don't, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I just feel she had a bad moment in life. So with with that, whether well, like you know, people do the mental awareness thing and, and things of that nature. And, uh, but the truth is, if a, you won't always be able to see it, right. so your best bet is to be good with everybody all the time, you know, and get an understanding of life. Like I, I'm pretty sure my daughter's probably in the room with me right now, or close, or when I get in the crib, mm-hmm. you know. My my beliefs are a little different from everybody else's. I'm the same. Way. I'm you, really you, big you, on energy. I you feel know like what I'm saying? Travels. So I already I already know. Yeah. Certain things, you know, but you got to stay strong because everybody's always at some point or another down. Because everybody, when you get on this net and this Instagram and this Twitter and it's popping and it's lit and latest fashion and this is dope, you don't really get to get in tune with that pain. Like, you know what I'm saying? You try to block it out, which is cool. And you're supposed to, but you got to get in touch with it, get a good cry to get a good laugh sometimes. Right. No, that's true. You know, sometimes yeah. you got to cry and you got to laugh. There it is, Styles P, man. You know he's a he's he's Dope. a he's a gangster and a gentleman. You know, Dope. Yeah, but he's definitely. the real he's the real gangster. He's you know not the G A N G S T A. I think he's G A N G S T E R. Yeah, that's what, he, that's, what, that's what he explained. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. But as we continue to move on, um, you know, like I said, internet. We're just going over some of the highlights of the episodes that we've done throughout the year. Um, and the next one is Prodigy. And Prodigy, man, we, you know, put out a prison cookbook this year, mm-hmm. uh, which is dope. I love anybody who's, you know, made something out of something that, you know, that was an unfortunate situation and turned into a good situation. So it was good to, you know, see Prodigy. He stopped by, came Dolo. It's amazing that Mob Deep would come Dolo, you know, somebody that for Mob Deep would come Dolo. Um, but, you know, it, Prodigy, man, he, he broke down so many dope stories. I feel like this. he explained the Jay-Z beef story. 
the most detailed I ever heard him ever do that. Yeah. And his yeah. big pun story. And a- anyway, listen, Internet's prodigy, m- one half of the legendary Mob Deep. Um, let's check out his episode. Even, even like, even with Jay, you know, it's funny because like that whole, even with, like the crazy thing is even with that Summer Jam shit when he, when he put that picture up, right. to me personally, and I'm telling you this 100, I never saw what people try to portray that to be. Meaning like right. they said that it looked like a ballerina. Like You're a young play? kid. No, no, let me tell you something. I got pictures with Michael Jackson. I put them up on Throwback Thursday. I don't know if you've seen <laughs> you them. got that, so I got a silk shirt, black jacket, the gold zippers. I got the red. Yo, I got hey. the, the the silk pants on, shoes, and a, and a glove. Hey. So when you ask me, what do I see? And I'm being dead honest with you. Hey. What I see, I see. Uh, 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 you could have been a tap dancer for all we know. Hey. Who knows? You could have been a, 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 a you know uh, emulating Michael Jackson. Hey. What was your first thought when you when you heard about that? And where were you? I was in the crib. I was in the Mob Deep mansion in mm-hmm. Long Island. I got a phone call from my man G, my man Illa G. He from Sun. Oh, Illa G. Uh, yeah, Sean Price has done a lot of stuff with him. Yeah, we went to high school together. So G's in the crowd at Summer Jam, and he calls me. He's like, yo, son, remember that picture that you showed me? He was like, yeah, I told you that shit was going to come to haunt you one day. <laughs> so we just, we cracking up on the phone. Me and Z just dying laughing like, oh, shit, this is a funny nigga. He put the picture up, word. It was just funny. It was funny to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. People thought I was hurt. Like, your average person, like, your average person that's in the crowd or that don't know me or, you know what I'm saying, don't know about our lifestyle, like, they're like, oh, Jay got him all like He destroyed P. Like, like, these people don't know. They just, they listening to what Jay said on the song. You was a ballerina. I got the picture I seen you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in the picture that he put up, there's not even a ballerina picture. You know what I'm saying? What, what was that picture from? It was a picture from my grandmother's um, catalog program. It's mm-hmm. a show program. You know mm-hmm. how you go like to the circus, you get the sure. program, or you get the playbill sure. at the Broadway play. Sure. So my grandma would do these concerts every year, and she would have a program at every concert of all the students. And you know the students are pay to be in the program. Sure. Yeah, you pay like fifty dollars, hundred dollars a page, or something like that. So you know parents would pay for their kids to have a few pages in the, in the program. So you know me, that's my grandmother. So. I'm in the program, you know what I mean? It was, I was in the program maybe, I think, twice or three times, you know what I mean, when I was younger, because I used to be in the dance school and taking classes and whatnot, you know what I'm saying? I took ballet, I took tap, I took jazz, African, all that mm-hmm. shit. Like, mm-hmm. that's what my family does. My grandma was very famous. And your, like, you isn't, isn't, your, isn't your, your mother was a uh, um, part of, uh, what group was she? She was in the Crystals. Yeah, and, and you come I, from too many popping people and your grandfather founded Morehouse. And my great, great grandfather. Like, you got the, a lot. The college? Yeah, yeah. It's like his family Fuck. tree, it's, like his family tree got a lot of fruit on it. It's good. <laughs> it got like all types of things. Matter of fact, if you, make those, if you make that very album fruitful. with those songs, put me in that wheel, please. I need that. <laughs> <laughs> you say you only got two children? Yeah, I got two Kids. Yeah. Knows her, but. Yeah, we're about to add some more. No, no, no. Oh, really? Clank, clank. No, no. But, 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 uh, but, look, but look, though, like I was saying, the, you know, your average person, they, you know, they're running around. They don't really know what's going on with me. They don't really know, you know, that my personal life. So they think that, oh, this dude destroyed P's career. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that 
I'm la- I'm finding it funny. It's hilarious to me. Like it's, it's it's really funny what he did. That was a good one. Like you know how you and your man just giggle sure. on each other, sure. and he snap on you crazy hard, and you got to laugh at it because it's just funny. Yeah. Right? So that was just funny to me. You know what I'm saying? Now that now, was a good one. Did you did you get a chance to fully speak with him? And uh, ever since then, yeah, yeah, we spoke about it. Like. Um, Did he give you the laugh? Was, no, back then, I had the mentality. Like, it was funny. Finger. It was funny. But I was like, all right, I'm going to see you, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, that, yeah, that was funny. Ha, ha, ha. But I'm running around with 300 niggas with guns. Yeah. And we in every club. And we're going to see you. And we're going to hurt you, dog. Didn't like, you, didn't you, you know what I'm saying? Didn't, like, where, didn't you hit, go to a restaurant that he was at or something? Yeah, it was like a few. That, that, uh... What was it? New Year's or something? That winter after Summer Jam, we had went to hang out at Justin's one night, mm. and we it was like me and ten, fifteen, my boys, whatever. We just chilling or whatever. But um, you know, we hit a DJ say, "Yo, shout out to Jay Z and uh, Jermaine Dupree in the house." So we was in this club, you know, it's Justin's. So we in, we was in there for like an hour already. And we ain't seen no Jay Z and nobody in there. So now we <laughs> looking at each other like. Where they at though? You heard that song? You just said Jay in the club. So now we like, yes, I'm tightening my belt. Like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, let me. I'm Let's tying get my this sh- shit. I'm tying my shoes up super tight. My man got the gun on him. He like, yo, I'm gonna pop this nigga. So I'm like, yo, chill. Oh, I'm like, do not shoot in this motherfucking club. <laughs> I had to tell my man chill. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, yo, chill. Do not shoot in this club, dog. Chill. We just beat this nigga up. Chill, son. He's like, no, 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 no. Pop this nigga. Son, fuck that. I'm like, yo, chill, my nigga, chill. So. We waiting for the nigga. We like, all right, let's just surround the front door. So we surrounded the front door. So if you come in or out, you have to walk through us. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So we just stood there and waited because we ain't seen him nowhere in the club. So we stood there and waited. Finally, they came out the back. And we see, you know, Jermaine Dupree okay. walking. We see Jay walking. Jermaine Dupree sees me, and he starts moving fast. He got up out of there quick. He left that nigga. He you know what I'm saying? Jumped. Jay see me from across the room. He put his hand out from across the room. He got his hand out already. Like he's all the way down there, and he got his hand out like this, walking up to me. Man, like a businessman, right? Just to show me, like white a flag. white flag, nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like wow. So I see him do that. So I'm like, "What's up?" He like, "Yo, it's just rap music, son. It's just hip hop. Ain't no beef, yo." I'm like. I'm like, all right. I'm like, all right, cool. He's like, yeah, I just wish you would have talked to me before you said what you said. I was like, all right, it is what it is, my nigga. He's like, but there ain't no beef, though. I'm like, all right, cool. And he left. And my nigga was mad as hell at me. Because <laughs> he made, when Jay said that to me, he made me, he made everything change in my brain. I'm like, he right. You know what I'm saying? And like, he was right. It's just, yeah. He's like, it's just yeah. rap music, my nigga. There ain't no beef, my nigga. I was like, you know what, you're right. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, remembering the times that we had, you know, sat with these 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 guys, talk with them, just like you know, shared shared their experience of the same experience we had, their experience they had creating these things. It's um, you know, it it takes you back in time mm. to where you were when you first experienced these things. Right. Instance, don't listen to shit I'm saying. <laughs> are, are, are you high before the year ends? Are you, are you, are you, high notes. Are you high before? Don't the year worry ends? about these. <laughs> the, that was a gem. Okay. Oh shit. Yeah. What, whatever Dallas say, 
is whatever Dallas say. Well, listen, the next episode, who would ever thought my father-in-law to be Mr. Nat Robinson, Mr. First Priority? What the hell is a father-in-law to be? <laughs> father-in-law Nigga, to you be. can't have that many dashes in a That's in a daddy, like a fiancé, a pop concert. <laughs> you don't believe in a uh, father-in-law to be? That doesn't make sense. Father-in-law to be is not, you a see? A future father-in-law, yeah. Yeah, see, yeah, what the fuck you talking about, Nah, 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 future too much. What the yes. fuck you talking about? just make him your father-in-law then. Anyway, listen. Nat, Nat That's Robinson. That's how he holds on without having to actually. The great Nat Robinson. Yes, first yes. priority music. You know, just just hearing his story, how you know, discovering milk, being you know, believing in milk, discovering you know, his son, discovering his son. <laughs> no, what? Hey, just, son, you're not just fucking sucking up my money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Make you're good. Money. Oh shit. Nah, no, it just, is him having one of the first um black owned labels, like yeah, doing his yeah. getting his own publishing deals and how he like started in corporate and now he's he's scientific. Like, yeah. Milk D went to Brooklyn Technical High School. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's, that's where I met him. Yeah. No, yeah. Just 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 really just spoke about being in the industry thirty yeah. plus years, all the deals they did. Um, just really working together as a father son, it was inspirational for me yeah. to hear that. And taking like stuff from your nine to five and implementing that into like your hustle, like because remember he worked at that um, IBM, was it IBM? Yep. yeah, and like a lot of their models he yep. like used that, and like, then owning yeah. nightclubs. Listen, internet's my father in law to be and Milk D, which I feel is like the mediator that day. Um, <laughs> let's check out this episode. Some of the highlights. You go from IBM mm-hmm. to get into just. Creating clubs, right? And, and 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 what was the scene in the in, in these places? I mean, was it a lot of men, a lot of women? I mean, wh- well, what, what, type what of- we did was we coming from IBM and out of your mindset. I I will give us give my partner myself credit that we really came from a branding and marketing background before it was said that you're branding, you know. So we knew how to market and we knew how to, so we came up with these things that nobody ever did before. A friend of mine told me recently, he said, Do you know you guys created Ladies Night? I'm like, really? He said, You're the first people to ever do that in New York. Wherever you have women, you'll have men. Mm. And when you have women, men will spend money. I mean that's simple as mm-hmm. gems. Yeah. Gems yeah, it's just there's no magic to it. There's no Who who was DJing at some of these uh... It was it was a guy named Charisma, but what happened it was we were we were actually starting to go into the hip hop world. And uh Russell had a, a kid named um um what's his name? Who? Russell's first act. Charisma? Mhm. I, I thought that was a setup. So we 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 didn't do we only did dance music we didn't do hip hop music okay so um, you know Russell said could you put Curtis Blow in I said you know no 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 and they said yeah Russell he comes down all the time so we put that was the first hip hop artist in our club was was um, Curtis Curtis Blow Blow. Mm -hmm. so we started there you know we started getting some of you know the hip hoppers would come through of course. They'll probably kill me now. I wouldn't let them in. They come down. You gotta let these guys in. You know. Nah, it's like yo, we Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Hey, who's that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I want to get in. It's like so that only be ten dollars each. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Since you GMF. <laughs> was it weird, Melkin? This is for you. Was it weird having your father as your manager or working for your father, working with your father? You know, however that feels. I think when I was a teenager, sometimes it would feel weird, but uh, over the years, I've grown to appreciate it more and more. But the only time it feels weird is, you know, 
when people are around acting stupid and you know and girls and stuff are around oh. you're like oh, I can't do this yeah, you know, yeah. okay. like, no, come in the back we'll give you okay. a blowjob hey, I'm, I'm gonna drop a dime on milk okay can I drop a dime on drop you drop that dime no which Still dime it depends <laughs> well, on which dime we can always uh, edit it one night or not. one night we went to a club to a strip club and you know which one milk you probably remember me you and Shabar so we go to the club. It was a little topless place. That was still still um, the dolls. And we went there. In California? No, no, not. Oh, that's a different one. You, you, you don't want me to talk about that one. You want to drop a quarter. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> Which we, we just, this was in New York. We went uh-huh. and sat down, and the girl was topless, and she came over to the bar. Hi, Milk. Milk, the Milk is the only person I knew. The girls just would buy him drinks. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, she's sitting there. She stands up there, and she comes over with a little tray. What are you? What you guys? Oh, milk! What you like to have? Milk said, "Oh, this is my father." She said, "Oh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> she covered, she covered up." She tried breath? to come up, and my man Shabar sat there and said, "Isn't it a little late for that?" Yeah. <laughs> he already seen them things. Yeah, but she came over. She was all you know. Then all of a sudden, she became, "Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Mister Robinson." Hey, hey girl, your job. <laughs> yeah. Were you nervous? Um, well, I wouldn't. I wasn't that nervous. But listen, having him on was was funny, but also cool. Uh, hopefully, you know, we gotta stay together, Nat, or else then, you know, he's on this fucking episode for no reason. Okay, okay, I'm only playing. I'm only playing. Nah, you know, you was a little nervous because nah. when he started spilling your tea, you was like, hold on, because he was talking about how you was like, you know, stuttering and stuff because you. He don't play. He believes I was stuttering, but I do, I do, I do like, uh, his mindset though. Uh, you know, it's good to have, uh, mentors and, you know, inspirations in your life. Yeah. And he's shout definitely, out to Milk he, D. He, yeah. Shout out to Matt Robinson. Shout out to the whole first priority music yeah. family. Um, uh, the next episode was, was fucking hysterical. You call me up and you told me, you say, listen, you want to <laughs> have Jack Thriller on? I was yeah. like, that one eye motherfucker. Sure, of course. Of course. Let me tell you something. <laughs> when he started telling stories about you. Of course. His Ja Rule story. And all his other things. He's just really a funny dude. No, he really is. And now that he's working on his album, I've heard some of his music, and it's actually good. Like, Where's Jack Driller from? Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Is he from Atlanta, from Atlanta? Or yeah, from Atlanta. In Atlanta, from yeah, Atlanta. from Atlanta. Yeah, from Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, and even like he was talking about his 2 chains beef at that time. She was funny. Anyway, listen, internet, let's get to the Jack Thriller episode. Did you, did you ever hit that? What? No. First I, of all, no, no. I, we I, only I, I five minutes to. into him being here. Oh, I'm I, I was about to. Okay, no. yeah, I figured that. What? I, I had let her go. Yeah. You let I let her go. go. I let off the hook. No, 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 no. It was, Jack, was out you, you were G. Sometimes you need He's a liar. We was out of the one night. He's not a G. We're gonna. We're not doing this. This is not lip service. We was out of the belt one night. Kenny, was you there? No. Kenny was not there. No, okay. I've never met Kenny. Oh shit, that, that's that was bitch. Daniel. That was my other da- um, driver. Daniel was there, okay? Because right? we took your ass home. Because I what... had to go home. I started crying. I no, turned, no, no. She didn't I'm have telling to... you, I turned into a victim. Listen, I was like, listen, listen, please, she, listen. Give me. I'm drunk. I don't want to do this. L- I'm listen. gonna regret it tomorrow. And I'm gonna delete you. Melissa is in love with me. Whoa! Mm-hmm. First of all, mm-hmm. don't she can really that? get in love with me when I have a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. What? But when I have a girlfriend, when I when I when I don't have a girlfriend. She ain't fucking with me, but when I when somebody like me, she be on my dick. That's Don't nobody what like you. Do. Like, <laughs> hold on, internet. This man is a liar. Yo, these niggas is out here lying figure in a high school goddamn classroom. Ah! He is a liar. Ah! That's not true. First of all, yo, Jack. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I used to work with Jack. I've never Jack. Don't even do that. 
it was an isolated incident. Jack got me really fucking drunk and tried to take advantage of me. And I cried like a white woman in a black crack house. I was like, please just get me out of here. I don't want to be here. I didn't mean it. Please take me home. And then he That's told the driver, take her happened. home. I was like, what? Would you stop trying to happened. paint a good picture of yourself? Yeah, I, no, 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 no. Everybody can tell you. If lie. I would have had a home, man, I would be like, okay, it was a home. Man. I didn't have a home. Man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, listen. What happened? Cause what happened? <laughs> we was inside the club, tongue kissing and shit. Yeah, okay. What? <laughs> Tahari was in the other VIP. Tahari, her name is Tahari. That's how you know he's lying. Okay, name girl name. Tahari. She was same shit. The, same shit. Yeah, the same shit. Who I'm, gives a fuck? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and she, um, we was over there. We was drinking and whatnot. She, I don't know. I don't even think she had that many drinks. She I don't drink like, like that. So I normally drink like wine. This nigga had me drinking like liquor, like Hennessy or whatever fucking Negro concoction that he was giving out that night. And I had way too many. I did. <laughs> it was two. N- that's hey, too many. Anyway, I didn't have anyway, two, but I had too many. We 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 was tongue kissing and mm-hmm. shit. I believe you. Editing this out. <laughs> I believe this, you. This is coming out. Look, thirty seven oh four. She just all the stuff just got like real emotional. Cause mm-hmm. I, cause she, she yeah, yeah like, that's her. You that's a her. dog. You a dog. <laughs> I'm a good person. Yeah, you know how they go. I'm a really good person. You guys, you can't hurt me. I believe this. You got to promise me you won't hurt me. Yeah. And so all of, already, I done made up in my mind, like, look, let me go. She telling me she crazy. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. I'm going to That I would say happened. I definitely was like, I, listen, I'm listen, crying. I am crazy. Yeah. See, I, I didn't know. She didn't ask to go home. Yes, I, I did. Her home. Here we I, go. Yeah, I took her because I'm her friend. You're yeah. gen- Let me tell you something, Jack. You're a gentleman. I'm going to be honest with you because what she really, like what you should have did was the way she was, you know, coming <laughs> on to you was beat that <laughs> pussy the fuck up. And no disrespect to Miss Hussie. It's still going to happen. Like no, yeah, it's I, not. I, I think it is. First yeah. of all, no, it's not. I think it is. But you no, know what? I don't even like fat boys no more. You're done. He, he's not fat. He's fit. But, he's uh, fat. W- w- let's get back to uh, um, Jack Thriller. <laughs> now. And Melissa know what it is. Yeah, she knows what it is. I she definitely know, don't. Know, First she, of all. She know what it is. My, stop calling what, me Melissa. What, I am no longer what, your brand manager. I am Miss Lisa Nose. Well, wh- oh, see, I didn't even know all that. Okay, there you go. So yeah. now he knows. Yeah, I know. I don't even know who the fuck you is. No, Shut up. You, they, Jack. You know they try to switch it up. But let's get back. Let's get back to. That was so, weird. Uh, what? Who called me today? Who? Who called you today? I thought it was you. How? See, now he making up stuff. I wish we had a lie detector right now. Ain't nobody call you today. First of all, I text you. Like you asked but me to. But it was you. I didn't call you. But you was still Melissa, though. Is that was like you had me say that in, in your phone, maybe? But yeah, I got when you. we're on this show, you will not address me as though these people gonna see me and she be like, "Oh, hey, Melissa, I'm gonna look at them like they crazy." I well, got you. I right, did it. Is well, you, yeah, but your name is not that far off. Shut the fuck up. Okay, it's Miss Lissa knows. If they the put fuck? it together, yeah, but if, if Chinese the person fuck, say, man. if the Chinese person say your name, Miss Lissa, you know what I mean? It's almost the same shit. You know, think about it. Okay, yeah. it's not like it's not like your your name is Jacqueline and and and, and you go by the name of like. You know, Queen Drondra. Yeah, know, exactly. And he's calling you Jacqueline. Yeah, it's p- tomato. No, but tomato. He's, no, it's not. He's that's that's a familiar name, and people pe- people aren't familiar with me. Man, they're familiar with the story of him putting his tongue in your mouth. But I'll tell you one thing. Listen. Oh yeah, that's gonna put you on the map right there. Yeah, no doubt. Jack. Just like you and Two Chains about to put you on the map. Yeah, we're gonna get into that too. Yeah. Listen, we're gonna we get to that. We're gonna get into yeah. that. Yo, Jack Thriller, 
is a fucking is, so is a fool. And he said that he said that one time he he hit that. Is that true? He didn't say he hit that. Oh, what did he say? He put his mouth on. He something? said that we had that we that Sex. we kissed and that I was the one, the best kisser kisser in the world. Which that that is true. All that other stuff is lies. Okay, listen. Well, anyway, shout to Jack Thriller, the one eye fucking bandit. Um, <laughs> wait, what's what's he? Uh, is he, he gonna violate he, him because he has a disability? He had that one eye before Fetty Wap. You know, listen. Yeah, he made it you popular. better trademark that shit. I told him he should turn that eye into like you know advertising space. Like I know I would pay to have my logo on his eye. Let him walk around. That'd be dope. With the Miss nose on yeah, the eye. nose eye. Like mm. I told him. I you told him four years ago. They could give him like a, a Ill, like a ill remote player, like a little mini player, yeah. and put it in his eye, and he could go to certain locations <laughs> and like Cyclops and open his eye up and project a movie. You just that would elevated be it. Crazy. Now you elevated. Anyway, it. shout out to Jack Thrower. Yeah. Now the next episode um, that we're highlighting. These are just highlights from the Premium Petro episode that me and Miss Wilson knows did over the year. Um, the next episode I didn't think would happen. Um, and it just came to my mind. I was sitting on my couch and I was like, yo, I want to have Chris Morrow on. I want to have him on because I want to talk to him burr. about... Burr. I want to talk to him about um, just things that we've been through and the moments and times. But I also want to speak to him because I do got to give him credit that he did start something very beautiful. And, and, and He helped something very beautiful continue. Yes. Certainly. Yes. He came in and like, was like, okay, boom. You know. This is what's going to happen. I got the lane. And once he took that lane away from PNC, yeah, that crippled PNC, yeah, you know. But it was a, it was a still it was a nexus of creativity, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. But we brought the internet into PNC. Mm. We gave that space visibility, and not taking away from the people in PNC that kept it running all the time, all week long, mm. you know. So, but that yeah. was the flagship show. Yeah, but yeah, you, you inviting Chris was like the beginning of your therapy and getting all of your you know emotions out because he thought I don't know what he thought I feel like he thought it was going to be like a fun conversation with Pete I knew it was going to be Pete getting some shit off his chest and he kind of felt ambushed a little bit but you needed that. Yeah, no, no, no. I think it was therapeutic, but at the same time, I know some. Have you have you decided to uh, invite uh, Combat Jack or A King? No, no. But hey, show? listen. In the uh, new year, I think the that new should year happen. that yes. may happen. Yes, that may happen. Who can get the tear from A King's eye? I could do it. I could do it. Because he already it. got that Native American hair, so now all we need is that one Native American tear to <laughs> roll off his. That's all you could get. Cheek. That's all you could get from A King. Yeah. You can't get more than one We're tier. We're going to get that. But We're going to get that one tier. Let's, let's, get, let's get to the Chris Morrow episode. In a world today of so many different podcasts, you have to stand out. You got to stand out. You have to be out. different. You have to be unique. Yeah. You know, so so it's funny that you went right into that because we'll go to a break real soon. But but uh, I want you to exactly, for the people that want to know, like, hey, because look, people have hit me up and like, right. yo, Pete, I know you... Uh, you know, uh, you think you could speak to Chris about getting me on LSA. Who the fuck? I didn't know you had a podcast. What the fuck do you want from me? Right. So the point I'm trying to make is if these people are hitting me up, then I can only imagine how many people are hitting you up. Oh, no. And I feel like an asshole because I don't get back to a lot of people. And the you truth. douchebag you. It is. And like for a long time, I was the person hitting somebody else up trying to get on yeah, yeah yeah and i'd be like this asshole never got but he didn't even fucking reply to the email and now, and now you're, you're that asshole. asshole 
And I can't because, like, I literally can't keep up with it. And what can I tell everybody? Why like, don't you at least have, like, um, like a general quick, like, response? Like, you know, like the automatic response. Yeah, but Where that, it's like, that, thank you for your interest. Yeah, you might be right. I'm We're not getting to, back to you. I know I'm right. I know <laughs> I'm right, Mr. Morrow, because that's is what listen to. So you need a... Uh, Automatic, so they at least feel like okay, he's gonna get back to me. And then if you curve them, at least. But I'm not gonna get back to them. Automatic, systematic. So listen, anyone who sent me an email, I apologize. I wasn't asshole. He's too busy. International. If I had less shit on my plate, I would take the time to reply to everybody. But like my. So you might be passing up someone that's like dope, though. Like how do I mean? How does a great person? No, no, no. That's real. Like I always think about the story where they say like Big Sean just rolled on Kanye outside of a radio station, like. There's a big song that I didn't reply to. Yeah. And that's, that's a, you know, that's, I don't want to say it's scary, but like. Well, then you know what? For, the the people, life that it for, is. for all the people that are listening that have podcasts and there's so many out right. there now, this is what I want for them. I want you to tell them what it would take to get on LSN and also at the same time, what makes a great podcast to you? I think what makes a great podcast is creating that connection. Mm-hmm. No matter what it's about. Um, I think there's a podcast for everybody out there. Mm-hmm. I think no matter what you're into, uh, no matter what kind of captivates you or excites you, someone out there is talking about it specifically in a way that you want to, you know, hear it. You want, And you don't know. Like, uh, you know, I'm really into this podcast called Hardcore History. Mm. And each episode is five hours long. Oh, God, you got damn. time. And you sure you ain't got time to answer time emails? Today, I, d- I do it when I uh, do my shift at the Park Slope <laughs> Food Co-op. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> no, but seriously, like, they they did, like, a seven-part series on the Mongol Empire. And, like, every second was, like, incredible, right? You You might not be into that. But out, there's someone out there who's like, yo, I really want to listen to this podcast about the Mongol Empire. So, you know, for loudspeakers, like, we're a business now. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. looking for podcasts that are going to make money. So, But so, so, here's, 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 okay. here's where the shift is happening, though. It used to be, like, the mentality was, well, in order for a podcast to make money, it has to have a certain amount of listens. Sure. Right? Um and that number has always changed. I mean, there was a time where it was like 25,000 an episode was like a big show. Yeah, downloads. Now that's like eh, 25,000, like whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, and there's shows that are doing 300,000, 600,000. However, the flip side is we, we brought up Fan Bros before. Yeah. All right. So. Which is still around and shouts to them. Fan Bros. I, I do. I and do they, they're mad at me too. But like Fan Bros. They're mad at you. I mean, for the same reasons. I mean, I gave them the shot, and then after a while, like, I pulled back a little bit, you know? Right. So, Do they tape, still tape in the studio, or they tape Yeah, they tape, they tape here. Okay. And I still support the show, which is coming into what I was bringing up. Like, so Fan Bros doesn't do the same numbers as our bigger shows. Yes. But we developed a, co- a relationship with a company called Loot Crate. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys are familiar yeah, with Loot Crate. I wasn't. They basically, every month they send you a box and has very geeky shit. In it, you know, movies, references, TV condoms. shows. Con- no, I don't know about condoms, okay, but all that sort of stuff. Geeks ain't having sex. Yes, they are. Yeah. It's so it's lotion in there, lotion. No lotion. And magazines. Anyway, it's geeky shit. And Fan Bros is a geeky show. So th- here's the perfect storm, right? A geek box for a geek show. Yeah. 
they've sold a lot of these things. Nice. Okay? More than some of the larger shows. Right. Because, okay, well, hold on a second. Now we're talking to their specific audience. So I think there is a future for smaller shows that can find their niche where it's like, we know exactly who you're talking to. We know exactly who your audience is. And, hey, here's this. Pro- not every product's going to work. Right. Not every product's going to work for that show. But that also comes back to what I was saying about having a high concept. Because if you're just like, hey, this is just kind of like a show where we keep it real. And we like an advertiser is not going to be able to look at that and say, oh, I got just the just the thing. But if you're like, oh, this is our the premium peach show. And every week we talk about the best in fly fishing. You know, like maybe only X amount of people listen every week. But at least you have. You there's have a fishing rod company out there that's like, right. oh, hold on, he's got a fly fishing show. I got you, Mister Morrow, because this is the premium piece show where we know about sneakers and weaves. Yes. So hit us up. Yo, I tell you, one thing about the Chris Morrow episode is that, like you were saying, that you know we would have like a fun conversation or whatever. One thing I did enjoy was that uh, you know we 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 were able to explain to some of the internets that have been listening for so long how things were started. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, he did risk his job at one point in time. So I do give him credit for uh, believing in something that much. And, you know, some people, I I know some people said that, like, it was awkward to hear. Some people really enjoyed it. But I really wanted to paint a picture of how the movement went down. Right. So... You know, and you and you needed to say some things and yeah, you said yeah. them. And, and and in defense to him, you know, I told him I have him on again to uh, explain this. When I said twenty nine dollar checks, he, he he didn't give me a twenty nine dollar check and said fuck you. He now just you didn't explain. No, no, he just didn't explain to himself. He, they didn't do a good job of explaining himself saying, look, we got $200 from, say, just say, from an advertiser, and it's going seven ways. So, you know what I mean? Nobody explained nothing, just handed out a check. So, in his defense, I will say that, you know? But they didn't explain. Anyway, internet, that was a Chris Morrow episode. Now, you know what? You want to take a break? Let's take a quick break. Let's take a quick break. Um, we'll be right back, internet. End of the year episode. Go get some of that leftover uh, turkey from Christmas. Yeah, from Christmas. What else? Yeah. Ham, maybe? Yeah. A little baked ziti. Do, go do that. Go do that. Dallas Penn. Miss Listen Knows. Premium Pete. Internet. End of the year Premium Pete show. Wrap up. Be right back. Cheer. You are listening to the Premium Pete show featuring Miss Listen Knows. Don't go anywhere or Pete's Uncle Frankie Tomato will come looking for your ass and whack you. The Premium Pete show is on iTunes. Be sure to subscribe, rate, leave a comment, and tell a friend to tell a friend. New episodes drop every Thursday. All right, and we're back. We are back with the end of the year wrap-up. The Premium Pete Show wrap-up. Miss Listen knows. Ow. Listen, what do you, it's amazing when you start to look at like all these things and all these people that came by, right? You know, we did all this this year, you know? Yeah, this time, like, Zoom by. Like, I can't believe it's about to be a year that we've done the show in March. Like, Crazy. That shit went by really fast, and I I think that we like have we had a great energy from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I really learned you, and I feel like you know, like I know like your quirks, and it's fun. Mr. Yeah. Lizzie, can I recap? Where where did you meet Premium Pete? I met Pete at PNC. Like, um, so you guys, I think Combat Show came on like I think it was Wednesday, 
And yeah, it was Wednesday. Every night of the yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a show on Thursday, but I used to always still just, like, come observe because I was a newbie. So I just like to be in the building and just, like, get to know everybody. And then But weren't I you doing really some cool. other things there, too? Because I think we were there before you even had a show. You would just you would do it. You were like, no. you know, you were there. I just had a show because I remember when King, uh, when your show popped off. But before that, I seen you there multiple times. Uh, no, nah, I was on Urban Latino, so I wasn't on PNC. Oh, yet. A Pretty Lou. <laughs> but I was on. So me and my friend named Tracy and her boyfriend at the time, we were like the only black show on mm, Urban mm, Latino. Mm. And then I met a King, and I was just like, because I I had heard of PNC, and I was like, I don't understand why why I'm on Urban Latino. And I want to be on PNC, and I told A King that, and then we just like worked it out, and then we switched over. But I was ready on that, so you probably were thinking I was working, but I was in the other room with the Spanish people. Okay, okay. Shout that was the them. other room in the back. <laughs> well, shout out, shout to, to them. Shout out to all the Pantanos. Uh, listen, this next episode, the one and only Andrew Schultz. Yo, Schultzy. Schultzy, stop. Wait, by. wait. Which time is this? The second well, time he OD'd on you? Or the first time when he OD'd on your grandma? You know your what? Well, 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 you know your what? Aunt. We're going to put both some some of both cups <laughs> gonna, in there. You're going to mash we're gonna, up. We're going to put the phone a friend moment where he had with, aunt, <laughs> with my Aunt Barbara. We're going to put the Russian uh, Pete. You know, we'll talk about the... Listen, when he had Akash Singh on, we, we, the Indian food versus Italian food debate that drove me fucking crazy. Yeah, that made you really upset. Anyway, listen, you know Andrew Schultz. He's fucking talking some crazy shit, getting people fucking mad at him. But uh, let's get to the Andrew Schultz episode. Both of them. Hello? Hello, you bastard. Yeah, I'll give you a bastard. Internets, this is our phone a friend segment this week. And phone a friend is actually, we're going to call it phone a family. Um, Please phone a fam. Phone a fam. Phone a fam. Phone, phone a fam. fam. This is my Aunt Barbara on the phone. She is uh, a great aunt, but uh, she's definitely missing a couple of uh, screws. In Hi, her. Aunt Barbara. This, aunt Barbara, say hello to Miss Lissa. Was she at the house I when I came through? No, not Melinda, Miss Lissa. Damn, she done changed my damn name and gave me a house nigga name. Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Lissa. <laughs> hey, yes. Melinda. <laughs> house. Yeah. Hi, Auntie Barbara. What's How up, Barb's? You? What's up, Barb's? Now say hello to Andrew Schultz. He's on TV, Auntie. We got celebrities in the building talking to you. She doesn't care about that. How you going to just like downgrade what he does? Let her fuck. know. Hi, Aunt Barb's. How you doing? Pete says you got some huge jugs. She oh, does. No Let me tell you something. My Aunt, ba- my Aunt Barbara uh, was a uh, years ago. She was a stripper. Her really? And, yeah. She, um, she, she was bobbering for she apples? Used to blow, she used to blow bubbles out of her breast, you know? <laughs> out of lactate? Lact- and she had another friend. Her name was Martha. Uh-huh. And she, this lady, growing up, she had like 14 cats. She used to come out on the strip club with all these cats. They used to call her Pussycat. You're lying. I'm dead serious. He is lying. Barbara, is this true or is this not true? Answer yes <laughs> with your left tit and right with your nut. No- <laughs> Word <laughs> Drunk off the water <laughs> And Barbara that, Say hello to Andrew Schultz Hello Hi Miss Barbara are you? How are you dude? He's Barbie, a, he's Barbie a good, Bubbles He's a good Scottish boy From uh, New York City um, But he speaks Spanish See I don't speak Spanish And a little bit of Ebonics A little English. bit no, What'd you say I only speak English What okay. about Italian I don't speak Italian at all No, she don't speak Italian 
No? No. Listen. We had family coming, and they spoke Italian, and they were talking to us, and we said, see, and they took all our things. <laughs> so I have Andrew Schultz here. I have Miss Lissa. And the reason why we called you for is because you were telling me the other day that you were having a problem with your cable. Okay. You, now, if, for those who don't know my Aunt Barbara, Aunt Barbara loves uh, watching TV all day long. I mean, if she could DVR the rest of the fucking month, she'll do that. So, supposedly, what happened? Tell, tell us what happened with uh, Cablevision. Well, the problem is that they had the um, problems in the area, and I didn't have a television like maybe for three or four hours, and I was getting crazy because that night I had to watch something that was a finale. What, the Love and, and Hip Hop reunion? Excuse me? What did you have to watch? I had to watch something that was a finale. I don't remember. But I called Cablevision, and I told them they have to give me my television back. I said, you don't understand. I live for my television. You sound like you're I getting emotional myself, right now. And I watch television all day long and all night long. So what happened? What happened with them? The, the, well, the guy said they can't give me my television back. I said you don't understand it. I need my television back. So the guy thought I was crazy. He said, "All right." He says, "I'll get it back in an hour." I called him back. Did they send someone out for you? He he. My television didn't come back that day for twenty hours. I was beside myself because she I was mortified. Television. What did you do? And what did you get on Instagram? Or did you start a Snapchat? And in the meantime, like, what did you do? Did you uh, go shopping? I went nuts. You went to my go get nuts. Television wasn't there, but I was on the phone. Ah, uh. the phone wasn't out. Just the TV was out. So who did you talk God to? I had the phone. At least to call people up. You should have called but, that company uh, and had them send out that cable guy and hook you up. I love my television. There's no two ways about it. How I old are you? My television. And Barbara is, how old are you, 71? 71, I was in January. Mm-hmm. Now, and I'm still watching a show that's over 50-something years. Schultz, let me, let me tell you something about my uh, aunt. Are you married? No, she's not married. No, I'm single. You got some side dick? <laughs> Listen, um, no, Schultz, let me tell you something. And, and my, when, my, when my aunt, years ago, listen, Schultz, you're, you're a sick bastard. Years ago. I just need to know these things. You know what I mean? Yo, Trust me, that cable TV yo, you don't care about. When you get got that some, spice. When you got yo, Ralph. When you got Ralph coming over. She was missing yo. that Robin Burke. Listen, man, Andrew motherfucking hezzy, uh crazy <laughs> Schultz, you know. He's the king. Well, I was going to say he's, he's the king of controversy, but no, I guess the king would be Charlemagne. He's the prince of pissing people off. Dude, okay. I, I kind of got black mom with them. <laughs> I was like, no, no, my son is going to this if school. If y'all don't put <laughs> on the show, Listen, I'm letting y'all know it's finna get ugly. Yeah, exactly. See, okay. the Italians, we don't have to do that. Akash. I would have sent somebody over there one time. Once in a while, man. I would have sent Paulie over there, Uncle fucking Paulie, one so time. So are you going back on while and Holly fam. I know you got you got uh, you got an yeah. uncle Peter. <laughs> Why are you making fun of my listen, listen, I have never uh, Peter. Peter Lubzovich. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Akash is abusing Let's my call my dad right now. Man. Akash coming for that jugular. That's my man. Hello. Peter, is that you doing your <laughs> podcasting? Russian. 
That's Are you Russian. doing your podcasting, Peter? That's Russian. Why don't you come home and That's have some progress with fam. the families? Because you probably Russian, Loki. You're a little bit no, Russian. No, 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 no. He no, always be rushing us off this goddamn yeah. mic. No, 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 no. Listen, <laughs> first Russian of all, ass. anyway, listen, yeah. anyway. So, wowing out. Are you doing that or you just made a uh, So, Mike, I tight. have one year what left. What the fuck are you doing or not over here? Shit. So, I got one year left on my deal last year. He's real heated off the He's turning red. He's about dog Nothing wrong with being Russian. I'm not fucking Russian. Be like, I'm not Russian. Stop telling people we're Italian. I've told you a thousand times we are not Italian. We are proud Russian families. Proud Russian families coming from thousands of years of Russia. Okay? Please stop it with this lasagna nonsense. Have some pride in your culture. Have some pride in your Russia. Please. Please. Yeah, Peter. First of all, my mother. Stop dressing like the fucking Dominicans, peoples. Please, Peter. Please, lace your boots all the way to the top. I come all the way from Russia not for you to come here into this country. Okay? You come here, you buy your sneakers, you don't even tie them. In my country, do you know how hard it is to find sneakers with laces? Do you know how difficult it is? We don't yeah. even have toilet paper, let yeah. alone sneakers with slices. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shit, you are a sick motherfucker. <laughs> Go ahead. Where were you? Uh, my Wild and Out deal is up. So we'll see what's up with Wild and Out. Uh, but and stop marrying the black woman, please. <laughs> <laughs> please stop. What is West Indies, North Indies, South Indies? How about you b- Siberia? How about North Siberia? You marry a nice Russian girl. Let me tell you, I don't fuck with the Russians. I'll tell you why. They are serious. They do not play. <laughs> he pussy. No, fuck it. They do not play. Yeah. Well, I, you know, he, he's, he's yeah. funny how he started explaining his cultural appropriation, cultural appropriation uh, versus cultural appreciation. How would, how would a show with Andrew Schultz and Tommy Laren look? Oh, my God. It would look like Colgate. Uh, like a news show. Colgate toothpaste. Mm-hmm. They homies now, right? Or mentor then. I don't know. I don't think he's homies. I'm I don't even think you. he... Yeah. I don't think I he's think homies. They, I think this whole thing is like all my children at this point. They all acting. Like, I don't mm, know. Mm. I don't know who to believe anymore. Like, people... I just, <laughs> I feel like they're just saying things just to, like, you know, cause some, some ruckus and yeah. ruffle some feathers. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Um, the next episode, the legendary DMC stopped by. Ow. And sat with us for three fucking hours. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. That guy has lived life. Yes. That guy has yes. lived life. And and, yes. and let's get to the so DMC loose. episode. Uh, Michael Jackson. Yes, I met him twice. It's, 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 talk about that. I met How'd Michael you meet Jackson him? two times. The first time we met Michael Jackson was 1987, 88. He wanted to record with us. Really? Yes, Rundy. Imagine that. The fuck? That would have been crazy. He, he, he later on did do a hip-hop song with Heavy D. Yes, yes, yes. For the Michael Jordan, yeah. um, what was that song called? Jam? Yep. I you know, Jam! Yep. But originally, he shit. wanted to work with us. Um, this is when he still had his studio on Santa Monica Boulevard in L.A. And we get a call, yo, Michael want to make a record with y'all. So we had to... Um, not fly out of LA. We had to wait for Michael. So we go to Michael's. We're supposed to meet with him like 2 p.m. in the afternoon. He was 
um, professionally late. What's that slogan? Yeah. So black. he was late. He shows up two hours late. She said black. She he shows up two hours. This one he had Bubbles the monkey. Okay. So it, it's me, Run, Jay, and DJ Hurricane from the Beasties. So Michael comes in. He has his chef and he has his assistant and he has Bubbles the monkey with him. He had the mask thing on. <laughs> so and this is a true story. So Michael walks in. Me, running Jay, we didn't say nothing there. We didn't even speak about this encounter when we left the studio. But here's what happened. Michael walks in. So imagine if you could read everybody's mind. I don't know what the running them was saying, but here's what, if you could read my thought bubble above me in the comment. I'm going, oh shit. This is fucking Michael Jackson and he got a fucking monkey. <laughs> so I'm looking now. Michael was brilliant. He comes in. Hey, guys. Um, you know, I love. And this is true. He says, I love what y'all did with Steven Tyler and walked this way and stuff like that. But he said, I don't want to make a rock record. He said, I want to make a song like Peter Piper. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this my What? Imagine Michael. Like he wanted to go hard. So he started doing a beatbox. He started doing the beatbox, and yo, that shit sounded better than Dougie first. What? So he started doing the beatbox. I want to do a song like that, and he said throughout the song, because remember on the, on Walk This Way, we did the ad libs over yeah, Stephen Tyler, yeah, like yeah. me and Run was. A, he said he wanted to do that through the whole record. So he was like, "Yo, this motherfucker's brilliant." So while we was doing that, Michael noticed Jay's big gold chain. Me and Run didn't have our big gold chain yet. Jay was the first with the Dookie roll with the Dita on it. So Michael just stops talking. He goes, "Oh." He says, oh, that's so beautiful. And he turns to his sister, Shelly or whatever. Isn't that beautiful? And he's looking at it. So Jay says, yo, you want to try it on? And Michael's like, can I? So Jay puts it on Michael's neck. And Michael goes, you know, hits the b <laughs> Yeah, he hit the b So Michael, dance? yeah, he gives um, bubbles to the assistant. So Michael goes to put the chain on Jay's neck. And when Michael goes like that to Jay, not violently or any, but Bubbles like jumps at Jay, like, like take me too. Like, yeah. Jay was like, "Oh shit, what the fuck?" That's <laughs> like that, right? So Michael screams. Bubble goes up in the air, and Michael screams, "Oh my god, Bubbles, Bubbles!" <laughs> and everything was in slow motion. Bubble comes down in Michael's hands, and Michael catches Bubbles. And it's quiet for a minute. And it was like a cartoon. Michael turns around and he gives us that mean fucking red eye look. He was an angry man. Right, right then and there, I say, oh shit, we ain't making no fucking records now. <laughs> shit like that. So he just gave us that weird look. So we go, is everything all right? And Michael goes, yeah, everything's all right. So we sit down to eat. We said, we're going to eat now. So Michael walks over. Y'all wait here. So we sit down to eat. And then Michael comes back in the studio. And he sits up on a stage that was in the studio in, like, the lotus position. So it's me, Run, Jay, and Hurricane. I remember we had swordfish, um, asparagus, broccoli, and brown rice. Mm. Right? So we sit there eating. And Jay goes, yo, I'm going to say something. We're like, no, because, you know, it was, it was just crazy right now. I'm like, we said, no, don't say shit. Jay didn't fuck that. So Jay, I just remember Jay looking up. Oh, Michael, how's the food? The food is good, right? And I just remember Michael looking up with, like, this kid smile with jaws full of food going, mm-hmm. And right then and there, I said, this is unreal. Michael is fucking Bambi. Mm. (laughs) I said this motherfucker is fucking Bambi like this dude is really fucking Peter fucking Pan like real for so make a long story short Michael was like yo we gonna do this record we gonna do this record we gonna do it this way and here's why we never made the record with Michael 
Run DMC was too busy to make a record. What? Are you fucking serious? What? We run, it never worked out. We was y'all was this, too booked. Y'all was walking raising the other hell. Way? No, not purposely raising what? hell. Walked this way. It was a uh, Michael. Not we're not in New. We're not in the U.S. Michael. Your it was schedule crazy was too jammed to work with Michael Jackson. What? And then when we did have time, he wasn't in. He was purposely he was booked. Him and Bobo bubbles. Bubbles. Bo- everybody. Yeah, yeah. But when Run did that record. Never came to fruition. That's but what crazy. I remember about it is the whole JJ. You know, it just reacted the fuck. Jay's a hood yeah, that's like, the, like, that's, that is, that's so that is a funny and classic story that's crazy. of Michael. I just remember Michael going, Oh my god, Bubbles But when he said mm-hmm, with a cheek full of shit, I just it just turned to like Walt Disney. I said, This motherfucker is <laughs> Eating that swordfish, that asparagus getting yeah, that stinky pee. I remember that. But um yeah, yeah, and then it's the second time we met him is we gave him a award. I think you can see that on um the internet on YouTube. They gave him a lifetime achievement award at the Grammys or something like that. And he won And y'all presented it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, but he made everybody clap for us and shit like that. That's dope. Hey, listen, rest in peace, I yeah, mean, to, right. to, to a legend. But, uh, well, you know, I, I'd have told Michael, my joke is I'd have told Michael when he, when he was going through his shit, I would have said, uh, Michael, you sold 41 fucking thriller albums. Shut the fuck up, go on the road and just be Michael Jackson. You'll probably never do that again. Yeah. But in his mind, he was like, I can do this again. You know what I'm saying? He, when he, he, when was, he was like, Tommy Mottola's the devil and this and yeah, that. Yeah. And it's something like, no, Michael, what's going on is you sold 41. No, I think you can tell us something. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, I'll tell you that. But look, look, it's, it, in any, look, there's fucking, I know um, um, my wife's cousin, Kyle, he played tennis. He said this fucking politics and hate of shit in tennis. Uh, I don't know if y'all know the black opera star. Speaking of opera, the black lady who's very popular in opera right now. I think I've seen her on 60 Minutes. So it's just politics there. So we are always up against those yeah. forces. The whole thing is utilizing every inch of your existence and creative power to overcome them. That's all you need to do. You don't need to cheat. You don't need to lie. You don't need to steal. Because everybody who cheat, lies, steal, in the end, it all comes back to haunt them. Yo, let me tell you something. That Michael Jackson story. Yo, I just that, that I just told. remember like going shopping <laughs> on Jamaica Avenue, yeah. like to the Coliseum or, or the Ave. Jamaica Ave used to be so lit. Jamaica Ave used to be one of the most lit, almost as much as Fordham Road really? was lit. Fordham Road mm. was the most lit ever. Jamaica Ave was the, the one behind it. Jamaica Ave, you caught action from Nassau County. Mm. Like Elmont, Rosedale, Valley Stream. Right. Um, you know, chicks that lived in them communities. Boom. And then you caught the Jamaica action. You know what I mean? By the Coliseum. But then you also caught some Brooklyn action. Right. By the Coliseum. You caught other parts of Queens. Coliseum was a mix. Mm. Jamaica Ave. So is, I don't know. I mean, I'm just talking. Yo, D, 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 Queens. D, yo, shout D, out to Queens. Shout yeah, out to Run Queen DMC. Um, you know, DMC just explains so many dope things. Just to hear him talk about like, yo, it, when he does that, the Bobo with the Michael Jackson. Oh my god! Oh man! And that was such a He's classic hilarious. story. Such a classic story. He's hilarious. Listen, the next one. How uh, much? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. How much? What? Would, no, no, no. Would chuck chuck? <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't need Dallas is high. We don't yeah, need I'm high. To, I'm high. I'm high. Let me tell you something. Keep the next one. <laughs> The next one I've been trying, I was trying to make happen for a minute. I love these kids, Bodega Boys, Desus and Miro. Um, they're just funny motherfuckers. I really like them. I really, uh, you know, it, it's funny. I was at an event and I had hit him and he's like, yeah, I'll come on soon. 
And I was like, yo, when you coming on the show? And he was like, damn, I'm sorry. You know, and he felt like I was like on some mafia shit, you know. So he's like, I'll be up there. So anyway, we made it happen. We finally made it happen. It was one of the few, I think, we had to come in a little bit earlier because fucking uh, Miro don't like to come out at night or whatever. But anyway, listen, let's get to the Bodega Boys. Can I tell you that I had the wild Harambe moment at the Bronx Zoo? When what? I was 12 years old, no, 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 this is true, mother, this is all the way true story. Shout out to my nigga Ron the Zookeeper. Yo, we went to, I'm 12 years old, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing a summer program called WISE, W-I-Z-E. It's a program where they take kids from the hood. Yes, I do, I remember that. You know what I'm saying? They take kids from the hood into the zoo before it opens, and they show you around, yo, this is how we do this, this is how we do that, ah, ah. One day I come in. And we go, like, our shit is, you know what the Africa exhibit is? And they got those, like, little huts. One of those huts opened a secret door into a classroom, which faced, was adjacent to a baboon exhibit. First thing they we come in, they we come in, they're like, yo, all the little kids run to look at the baboons. The zookeeper's like, I don't want you guys, listen to me, this is very important. Rule number one of the lab, do not look the baboons directly in the eye. They will become aggressive and they will strike the barrier, which may break and injure you. Immediately, all those little Every kids, kid. grill them, grill, grill <laughs> the baboons, grill the fucking baboons. Baboon, yo, fucking baboon. Fuck you, baboon, you bitch ass, pussy ass baboon. Fuck you up, you come across this barricade. You're you know a Louisville motherfucker. Oh, I dare you. Fuck a baboon. Fuck baboons. So suck your mother, baboon. The whole shit is glass. Yo, baboons running up. Ah, boom, 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 boom. Pound on the glass. Beat the shit out of the glass. Needless to say, we had to switch classes. <laughs> we leave the room, and now this is still before the zoo opens, mind you. This is early in the morning. So now we're facing the lion exhibit, and this dude gets a call in his walkie-talkie. It's very, and then he gets real nervous out of nowhere. This is like a, yo, when you imagine a zookeeper like this, he was a black dude, but he had the ponytail, shark tooth necklace, mm. rolled up denim sleeves, cargo shorts, the whole nine. We got a, we got a, we got a, we got an emergency, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I seen a dude, he runs into the room, comes out. Apparently, a stray dog had gotten into the lion exhibit. Oh, shit. So, in my head, I'm like, oh, shit, this is about to be lit. They're about to hit the nigga with a tranquilizer dart. It's going to be like nature show. Tranquilizer dart. My son came out with the pump. <laughs> Holy shit. Went in the fucking <laughs> oh, thing. It was no. like... Blow! Straight dog food hamburger meat everywhere. Mad 11 Puerto, 11 year old Puerto Rican girls in tears, my nigga. Oh my in tears. Oh my god! Yo, they story, killed like, it! They killed the dog! Yo, girls in tears. I'm like, yo, this girl's like got PTSD behind this shit. <laughs> Me being a little dirtbag, I was like, yo, that shit that was, was ill! Yo, shoot a lion, nigga. Shoot a lion. <laughs> yo, shoot, yo, shoot the giraffe. Shoot the giraffe. You didn't sue? Nah. Traumatized, man. I didn't even think. I told, I told my aunt that shit. She was like, what? Because at the time, I was staying with my listen, aunt. Don't got money to sue for trauma. Not at all. My aunt lives right there in West Farms. Jacoby and Myers. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know about Barnes, that. Injury attorney. Yeah. I went and I told my aunt, Chicha, R.I.P., you know what I'm saying, who lived right there in Vice. I used to walk from the zoo to her crib. Cause you know what I'm saying I was, she was babysitting me at the time, or whatever. So like I would leave that program and go to her crib until my mom's got out of school because mm-hmm. my mom's going to leave the college at the time. Try to get her life better. Shout out to my mom's who did degrees in DR came here and, and they was over. like this shit don't count. So she had to start from oh, jump. Oh, sure it didn't count. Yeah. So then she had to start from jump all over. Meanwhile, knowing every trying to get a degree in accounting, knowing everything that everybody they violated that, her. They don't even know. But you gotta because you know, no math is universal. Doesn't exactly. matter where you go. Like exactly. that doesn't change anything. Gotta hear it's both like, sides. It's not language arts. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> hear both sides because. I'm, listen, I love Dominicans, 
The child get a little too loose with the birth certificates and shit, right? <laughs> they, so they make their own. come through with a degree. We I got loaded up to the light. Look for the watermark. <laughs> I got three. Listen, you know back in the day, I used to know a Dominican uh, that used to get the GEDs and whatever score you want. What score you want yeah. in your GED? Yeah. You know? Oh, she used to be way easier to finesse back in the in day. In the system. That was, like was crazy. Months. They used to yeah. get it in the system. Like, for instance, you know, it wasn't just like you get a just GED a diploma. You really get Captain it in the system. There was, Yo, no, for like there was two, no oversight for that shit back in the day. For like two months, my man Miro was going with Esquire at the end of his name. Really? So he had a JD. You know, what the fuck? You, you turn into a lawyer? Elbow okay. suede patches you know on your uh, jacket? White He's like, firm. listen, these charges are pretty serious, but I think we could beat this. I think, we, I think we're good, I fam. I think we could beat this. You know what was cool about that episode? Was like right after they came on the show, they launched that show on Vice, and it was like they were like on hinting at something mm. and then couldn't announce it announce it and, mm. and so that that was really cool yeah that was dope and, yeah. and, and I'm sure they'll be back in 2017 exclusive I love those motherfuckers and I'll tell you one thing that fucking story by Miro about the the school trip and when they blew up the fucking right. animal or the gorilla or whatever that shit had me fucking dying funny kids anyway next episode true true uh, 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 true trailblazer good friend of mine the one and only Miss April Walker mm, mm, um mm. You know, it, it's 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 amazing sometimes that I sit here and I call all these different people my friends, and they really are. Mm-hmm. You know, people I talk to, people that check up on me, that I check up on them mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and April Walker is just—I mean, just, just just getting referrals from Jay Z to meeting JMJ and, and Run DMC and making stuff for them. Just the inspiration from Dapper Dan and anyway, internet. Listen. April Walker episode. Let's get to it. So, so even like when you talk about like we spoke about Aaliyah, we spoke about R. Kelly, we spoke about Biggie, we even spoke about Jay and your father managing mm-hmm, him and Jazz mm-hmm, Ho. Mm-hmm. Even spoke about Naughty by Nature and Tretch, right? But um, somebody that was very influential that, um, you know, I don't think anyone in the fashion industry at that time, particularly in hip hop and in, in that culture, would think Mike Tyson would particularly wear Walker wear. And I remember watching him fight in the ring with uh, Walker wear, you know, boxing shorts. Mm-hmm. With Walker wear, um, you know, um, so the, you know how they, the crew neck. But it was like ripped style. Right. You know how boxes, boxes do their their own type of, uh, So you know. we did a towel for him. That's what we okay. did that was crazy. That what you're thinking, I think of, is we actually, he wanted, he, 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 wanted he was like, I want to come out in a towel and I'm like a towel he's like yeah just cut it so we cut it here and he wore it like a shirt just the towel part mm. and he put two big W's on it and it was it was beastly it was just crazy now take us back how did how did how did you even meet Mike Tyson so now Naughty see how the world is so like it all comes together he came home he just come home and he had, was having his first fight, fight in in Vegas, and I went out to Las Vegas with Shaquem and Tracy Waples and um, Naughty and Latifah. We all were going to the fight, and and they were like, um, "We're going to this party. Mike is having a party, a barbecue. Um, you want to go?" And I'm like, "Hell yeah!" You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> so so I went, and it was it was off the chain, and and and. and we were sitting over there, and I see his sister Jackie, who I knew Jackie um, forever from Brooklyn, from when we were kids. And she's like, April, come over here. I want you to meet somebody. And I went over, and I met him. And I was in shock. He was like, I've I, I read about you. I know about you. So many 
people came up and told me about you, Tupac and Tretch. And, you know, he just had a list. And he, I'm a fan. So I was like, really? You know, because it's Mike Tyson. Yeah, sure, right. sure. So I went back to New York. I went back to my office. And I put together a box. that I did product place for him. Mm-hmm. You know, I did do product sure. placement for him. And I sent him some stuff. And, and then I got a call a few months later from his management like what are you doing with your company and he was like you should come and talk to us so that just opened the door for a whole new business relationship with his merchandising and stuff that's so dope yeah and 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 what about like you know wearing it in the ring because keep in mind right i want to bring the internet to like today's world if premium pete has a clothing line it's called you know whatever No, no, PP. It's called forget PP about there. it, right? It's called forget about it, right? <laughs> so I have a call the line. If I'm I'm cool with so many different people, I get people to wear shirts, Relationships. Right? Through my relationships. But it doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to get Mike to wear it in the fucking ring. ring. Yeah, that was, it was nuts. That was God. God was shining his light on me. I will, I will say that first. It, the stars lined up. So um, we're working together and a few things. It's relationships. I have to say... Um, how did that? I think he suggested it because we were working together. He was like, um, "You want to make some shorts?" And I'm like, "He he, he was Grant. Remember Grant the the yes. guys that, So yes. I know him at this time. I mean, I knew him then when he was first. He was hustling like me, trying to get it out there, and and so he's talking to him about his boxing, you know, gloves for the fight, and he's like, "You want to make the shorts?" and I made the shorts, but then he added on the towel, which just added so much more to it when he came out with those two big W's. And then he had the WW on his, um, and then, and then in that moment, I'll never forget, um, when he did his weigh in and he had to do a press conference, his team was relationships to your point about Mm -hmm. relationships. Mm -hmm. Gordy Groove, shout out to (laughs) Gordy Groove. Groove too. So we were all in Vegas. I was between Vegas and there. And he called me like, yo, we got a press conference. I think I can get your banner in the MGM in the ring. Can you get down here right now with it? I'm going to sneak it in. We're going to sneak in the back door. We're going to get up there, just bum rush it. And we did that. And I, I have a picture to this day. Like we're up there putting it up and we got away with it. You know how much that costs for the MGM to, I mean, well, sure. just those moments, you know? Sure. Now, let me ask him, when people seen him walking down the, you know, the ring and, and coming to the ring and, and in the ring with Walker on, how many how many pages did you get on your beeper? Because it had to be a beeper time. Huh? <laughs> you know what? It's so funny. It's like a foggy memory to me then. I just remember being in awe because I went to the fight and I just was like, wow, this is crazy. But to this day, everybody that's cool with me. They said that was their moment for walk away. Yeah. Like they remember. They say, I remember where I was. I remember what I was doing. And I remember when he came out in the ring. I was like, we made it. That's yeah. how you, you know, because it's <laughs> teamwork. So everyone's like, Dag, that's me. That's my girl. We made it, you know. So that that was a big moment. Yeah. And and it's a proud moment. I mean, I think anybody who has, you know, this day and age, and like, you know, we always talk. And I tell you, like, there's a million them brands. There's a million podcasts. There's a million bagel stores, there's a million, million pizza stores. But, uh, you know, I think it's what you do that separates you apart and the relationships you build. So a lot of people always, you know, a lot of people may have something better or more money and 
<clears throat> excuse me, they'll, they'll never understand about how does this person get Mike Tyson to wear it. They don't understand. It's not about the money sometimes, about the relationship. Absolutely. The people within the camp, the people who's friends with this one and who believes in you and really who wants to see you win. Yeah, when you think about that this girl, April Walker, had her fucking clothes on Mike Tyson in a heavyweight championship fight, that's fucking pretty sick. Hold on for a second. April Walker did not have her clothes on Mike Tyson. She had her brand. Okay, thank you. Hold on for a second. She had Mike Tyson in her clothes. Mm. All right. Right. No, whatever you said made me feel high, <laughs> but yeah, basically. Anyway, shouts to April Walker. Shouts to Walker Wear. Shouts to she S- is the best. She, she is, she is she's officially good the people, best. Still swagging on them. The, and the, the best. One of the great. One of the great stars. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely for the culture. April Walker. Next episode, the one and only. And this one took fucking forever. And mm. when I mean forever, he also fucking. I think. Uh, I think our studio appointment was eight o'clock. He came at midnight. Mm. Yeah, he was. This little motherfucker little. was late as fuck. And you know what he came in? A Ferrari mm. <laughs> or a Lamborghini. Mm. It was the something one, that we couldn't afford. The one and only Miss Mr. Just Blaze. Mm. Let me tell you something. When when we walked him out uh, to the Ferrari and he let the doors go up, I think it was a Lambo, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. In his seat, there was a stack of like fucking hundreds. Mm. And I and, and uh, as I opened the door, I was like, "Yo, Just," he was like. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, no one's gonna rob it. And I was like, like yeah, nigga, I might. I was like, yeah, but you know, you it, it's fell in the seat. Come on, it's like fucking eight hundred, you know. Mm. But anyway, fucking. And he was loving Rena's empanini. Yeah, she had made you know mini empanadas that day, and he was eating. But listen, let's get to Chewing the all, one and like, only. Just blaze. I'm in the uh, the Tesla. Okay. And um, something was uh, the navigation system was acting weird. So I uh, came out of the tunnel, pulled over, just to uh, check the navigation, and you know, reset the computer. So I'm pulled over, reset the computer, navigation is looking good. So in a situation like that, I have I do a triple check. I do my regular side view, you know, side mirror uh-huh. check. Um, I do a shoulder check myself. And I check my rear camera. The rear, the rear camera has the widest view of the Tesla. You mm-hmm. get like damn near a 180 degree view, so I can see everything. There's nobody there, so I pull out. All of a sudden, two seconds later, there's a car next to me. He's blowing his horn for three blocks at me. Wow! And I'm like, how's this guy's problem? So I, he goes one way, I go another way. And as I'm driving my way, I started thinking about it. I'm like, why is this dude blowing his horn at me for three blocks? You know what? I'm going to find that dude. And I know my neighborhood pretty well. So I know just given the direction that he was going, he only has two options as to where he could end up within the next five minutes. Mm-hmm. When you, know, you, know, you know your neighborhood. Like wherever you live, eventually sure. you start to know, all right, if you're going down this street, you're probably going to be making a left here or right there because you don't really have that many options. And you have lights you're going to have to wait for it. So I kind of did some quick detective work in my head. And I'm like, I narrowed it all down. I'm like, I know where he's at. Given the amount of time that had passed. Sure enough, do my, you know, my route, pull up right next to him. And I'm like, yo, what is your problem? Really? He's like, you cut me off. I'm like, I cut you off. I said, bro, I checked my rear view mirror. I mean, I checked my side view mirror. I shoulder checked. And I had and I had a camera out. 
that will show me everything that's behind me. You were nowhere to be seen when I pulled out. So, if I, if you feel that I cut you off, that means that from the time that I d- did my last check to the time I pulled off, you ended up behind me. That means you were not doing this. You had to be doing at least 60 miles an hour, if not faster. Mm-hmm. How fast were you going that I cut you off? Man, you patrolling the neighborhood now. <laughs> I was like, how, I mean, how fast were you going? He's like, doesn't fucking matter. I'm like, how fast were you going? And I start yelling at him. Really? He's like, the speed limit. And he gets real quiet. He's like, fuck you people. <laughs> really? And I'm like, what? What was he? White dude? Well, yeah, older white dude. I'm like, let's do it. So he pulls off. I'm like, let's do it, bro. I got a Tesla. I can't run any car or keep up with any car. Really? Wait, you think the Tesla's that good? Is that, it's the, it's, the Tesla will be the Lamborghini in a short, in a short, or, or any like sports car. Really? In a short, in a short uh, run, what is that, like the mile run or whatever? It'll, it'll win every time. Yeah, but the Tesla has like all these like membership rules. See, somebody like me, it's like too membership much fucking information. What? what do you, you know, mean? You gotta like sign up for fucking shit. What do you mean? No. Eponini. You know? Don't you gotta <laughs> sign up? No? It's like a certain membership has privileges. Don't you sign up with that shit? No, you go to you go to the deal. You buy the car. You He's leave. talking about Kia. You in a different tax bracket. Don't worry about them. Kia. Yeah, you know. I never bought no Kia, but no, I you get a, a uh, you get a Tesla in ludicrous mode. You're hitting zero to sixty in like two point four seconds. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, like, when you get a minute, Google like Lamb- or Tesla versus Ferrari or anything like that. You'll see the short distances. The Tesla wins every time. So go ahead, you fly out with them. So I fly out, and I'm like, I'm so I'm. Literally around the city and surrounding areas, I'm chasing this dude down. Finally, I had enough, so I, I box him out. Um, I uh, like make a quick left and then a quick right, so he can't make this turn. He's trying to make. At this point, I want to have a conversation with the dude. Like, forget the whole, you know, forget the fact that you were speeding and then trying to blame me. But like the whole fuck you people, let's have a conversation. So he sees that I box him out, so he tries to go around me. So I swerve. To avoid him actually hitting the car, mm-hmm. blew out a tire. You got your tire? Yes, I didn't care. I kept I kept chasing him. <laughs> so then he. But you went road rage. No, I was just like, dude, we're gonna have a conversation before this is all said and done. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight the dude, you know. But but, but I, I want to talk to him. So he does another wild move and tries to box me out. So now I just have to swerve again. I blew out another tire. Because once you blow out one tire, it's only a matter of time before the tire starts. Holy going. shit. I'm driving a Tesla on a major road, like, with two flat tires, still chasing this dude. And then I had to stop for a minute and just be like, I was just, I wasn't road rage. I was just, the fact that he was just felt so, com- he was comfortable enough to just be like, yo, fuck you people. To my face like that, oh, yeah, we need to talk. But what did you want him to say to you? I don't know. It was, I couldn't believe that he was that bold. Right. And he wanted like, to see where that heart was at. So I'm like, all right, if that's if, 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 the way I the way I was raised and the way I conduct myself. You, it's like you know how they have the whole thing like men shouldn't hit women, right? Sure. But then again, if a woman if a woman punches you in the face, she'd be able to be she but she should be prepared to deal with any repercussions that might come after that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that the man should return the favor and punch him back in the face. It's just when you when you cross a certain line, be prepared to deal with any repercussions. The way I look at it is don't hit anybody, whether you're man, woman, woman, man, whatever. Man to man, woman to woman. The second you punch somebody in the face, all bets are off. On the same token, I feel like once you, you say the, once you t- tell somebody, fuck your people, fuck, your, fuck you people. Like you didn't say fuck me. That's a whole different statement. Fuck you people. Yeah, he's basically, basically being racist. Yeah, at that point, I'm going to have to come see you. Yeah. And might, I don't even mean from a violent standpoint, but I'm going to come see you. So chase this dude for a few miles on two flat tires. 
And then I kind of calmed down a little bit and I said, all right, let's look at this scenario rationally. You're driving a car on two flat tires. You're driving mm-hmm. a very nice car, expensive car on two flat tires. Um, one. Two, um, you're actually technically in the wrong because even though he said something really foul, he didn't go after you. You're chasing this man, which gives him the open op- the uh, open door to say to police, if police got involved, this gentleman was chasing me and I feared for my life. I, I thought he might have had a gun. Oh, word, he had a gun. Boom! Right. You know what I mean? Like... And I realized I was actually doing myself and you people or my people a disservice, a disservice by engaging in, engaging this behavior. So, so you just pulled yourself back. Yeah, so I pulled myself back, pulled over the side of the road, and I said, "All right." So I probably have another two miles to get home. Um, it's five in the morning at this point. I'm not calling a uh, cause I chased two for a while. <laughs> um, I have a. That's you know, because you're a determined Capricorn. But continue. Yeah, I, I was I was on a mission, so I'm like, "All right, I gotta get back home." Uh, I'm not calling a tow truck at this time. Um, I wouldn't tow that car, period. It has to be flatbedded. So I'm like, all right. Um, I don't want to actually flag for police because, or, you know, for, not even going to say that car legit. <laughs> the funny thing is, I was actually about five minutes away from where that happened, or where, 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 when I pulled over. But also, on top of that, you know, I don't want to flag for police and deal with that or, or, or any kind of issue. But then it's also a thing where. How'd you get two flat tires on a flat road? Uh-huh. A lot time? of questions. Yeah, so I'm like, what am I? well, officer, this dude used a racial slur, racial slur against me, so I decided to chase him. So I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna have to suck it up, pause, and drive two, pause. two miles home on two flat tires, and hope that nobody notices, and hope that the car doesn't, you know, break down further and implode. So I made it home. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'll be honest with you. You're better without a license, man. You with a fucking license is crazy. How? What? Because I, I've stood up. I stood up for my people. Right. No, yeah, but he he got the, that shit was going down the wrong peach. road. That say. shit was going down the wrong. For you, yeah, yeah, yo, I remember. Oh, no, as I said, I, I but I stopped. I caught myself. I'm <laughs> like, oh, I'm dropping her off to his house. All right, cool. So drop her off. Um, so that I see him the next day, and I'm like, yo. What you, what you called was at your house last night. He's like, yeah, you dropped her off. I was like, yeah. He was like, how'd you know? I was like, I could just tell because when she, she walked in the house, the first thing she said was, so you don't know Just Blaze, do you? <laughs> and in his mind, he's just like, how do I not know him? That's such a weird uh, yeah. way to address something. Yeah, so she walked in, she's like, you don't know Just Blaze, do you? He's like, and so he plays off. He's like, no, I don't know. I'm like, dude, hello. Like, Yeah, girls. As a, if you know... Especially at that, this, and you're talking like 2005, four, like this is like peak Rockefeller mm-hmm. period. Like, obviously we know each other. Are you that much of a dummy? It was, it was interesting. Uh, she wasn't paying attention. Oh, no, she was not. She was. She wasn't thinking. So then we went to the studio and we touched the sky right afterwards. We, yeah. had, good, we had a good laugh. I mean, that's a beautiful thing, and a beautiful thing happened. Listen, most people consider you, you know, like their top producer or top five producer mm-hmm. of all time. Who's yours? Top five. Oh, I don't do lists, bro. You don't do lists. Dude. I can, I can tell you my favorites, they won't be five, it might be more, it might be ten. Okay, no, I know, but, but unfortunately. I mean, the, my grades, everybody's grades. You know, you have like guys like Rick Rubin, Q-Tip, RZA, Premier, Pete Rock, Pasta News, uh, Larry Smith, Molly Mall, you know, uh, uh, you know, but then Beethoven. you Beethoven. Whatever. <laughs> no, that, no, but you know what? That, that, that was real fake deep. One thing I will say about you, uh, well, you talking to a girl, I think you have to pause, right? Is that one of the rules? You don't have I don't to pause know. that. You have I don't to, know. But one thing I will say about She's trying to get fake deep. 
I don't know. That, 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 yeah, you don't have to pause that with the girl. No. One thing I will say about you is that I like the way you use multiple different people. Like, you know what I mean? You're not only like a person that just does like the beat itself. Like, you're bringing like ill mind for this, or you're bringing this person. Yeah, for no, this, it's, you but, know, but not every producer does that. No, I mean, you know, uh, here's my thing. One of the things that I've learned over the years is the actual job of, of a producer is to deliver a product. It is not to make a beat. It is to deliver a song. It is also no. It is all also your job as a producer to know what the best thing to do for a song is. If the best thing to do for a song is to bring in another person to do additional production because they can do something that you can't, then that's the best thing to do for the song. Mm. If I ha- if I know that Illmind has a specialty that I can't really do, but I know he can do it with his eyes closed, then. I'm not doing this. I'm doing the song a disservice if I don't call Elbine and say, "Yo, I need you to reprogram these drums," or if I say, "Yo, Arab, I need this sample. You know, I need you to do your crazy trigger sample triggering." You know what How I mean? How does it like, get broken off on something like that? Like you get a percentage. Of well, a, yeah. I mean, every situation is different. There are some yeah. times where I'm just using a person as a musician. Yeah. You know, um, and they're playing exactly what I've sung to them, or they're doing something at my instruction. They might not get songwriter credit. They might just get like credit and uh, compensation as a musician. Somebody else actually came in and did some co-writing, you know, and by writing, I don't mean just vocals, but writing music maybe. Um, you know, they might get uh, writing credit. They might not get production credit, but yeah. they might get writing credit. Every situation is different. Yo, Just is a crazy dude. Yeah, that's the second episode. I want to ask how much cocaine that he, <laughs> that, that, that he did? That he did? Oh, man, listen. Yo, that's how he lost the weight? Internet. Yo, just plays. No, let me tell you something. How he, much cocaine you think DMC, DMC did? Nah, not that episode. You think that's how he lost his voice? No. no. I don't know. Let me tell Internet. you. Let me tell you something. Rock just Blaze, just, just Blaze breaking down how he made some of his greatest songs was just dope to hear. Even though, we, you know, he's a friend of mine, it, it, you know... It's just really good to hear like how creative he was, yeah. And and he even lost his mind. He was speaking about when he. Um, I, I think Just Blaze uh, acquaintance was one of the game changers. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the the things that changed your life. Mm-hmm. And just man, listen, I did this event at Highline Ballroom, mm-hmm. and just came, hung out, worked, rocked the house, broke the sound system, yes, killed it. Mm. Just is a good dude, man. Yeah. He's a good dude and he's talented. For the culture. Talented as a motherfucker. But but in this episode, uh, you know, he went over, as you just heard, um, when he when he had his Tesla and, and some guy was being racist and he blew two tires out. Right. You know, he just, was, chase him down. just was chasing people down. Just was trying to trying to hit fucking central booking that night. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. he he, he <laughs> Jay Z would have came up with the fucking helicopter and got him. You know? <laughs> but internet, so let's let's go to the next episode um that we're highlighting. Joseph Sakura, aka Tommy Egan from Power. Word. Let me tell you something. April was cool with him. I know Notori. April was was supposed to hit him. Yo, I hit dude. He knows me, but I don't have his number. I hit dude on the Instagram DM. And I was like, yo, I got a show. I would love for you to come on. When do you tape? He writes back. I said, tomorrow. He says, I'll be there. This was the day after they premiered when he choked out uh, um, mm. uh, Holly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you caught was that. A, was a big you episode. Yeah, you caught that. Yeah, you caught that. Anyway, internet's motherfucking Tommy. Exactly. 
so they my mother put it away and she actually paid for my uh, union membership for Screen Actors Guild. And then nice. when I was in high school and I was kind of out of acting and I just wanted to be in mischief and I didn't care and I basically agreed to take an acting class in um, Evanston, Illinois at the Piven Theater Workshop, which is great for me because I was a graffiti writer and still am. I Oh, you, you, you never do graffiti? Lose it. Yeah. And so you, I had to take three trains to get to this acting class, which was great for me because then you got to, so you to bomb throw the trains. And, and bomb them up, yeah. Yeah, and then see what was your tag on. name? I'm going to leave that out. It's up on social media. <laughs> you can see it on social media. <laughs> now, I, I, I put up a piece I did on the IG with the Tats Crew train. Did you use Bronx. a fat cap? I use fat caps, uh, Krylon knee caps. Krylon or Rust-Oleum? I, was, I would go rusty over Krylon. Really? Okay. Yeah. okay. Did you ever buff people's names? I don't know. You don't buff. I would, in Chicago, right you, over them. Uh, yeah, you, you cross them out or you give them a diss. So there's a good difference between New York graffiti and Chicago graffiti because New York graffiti was really, I mean, it, because, I mean, this arguable people say, some people say it was the, the actual of the actual graffiti, like kind of, you know, there's the argument between Philly and New York every now and again. Everybody knows it came from New York, from the South Bronx and part of Harlem. Um, but, uh, in New York, it was all about kind of this birth of this movement of like how w- crazy ways can I do this, and the, so the the structuring of the subculture was slightly different because Chicago's graffiti was all based on gang structure. So in Chicago, if you wrote somebody's name backwards, that's a big diss because that's gang territory stuff. This is us. You're this. Right. You're not welcome here. So that was adopted into graffiti culture and really into hip hop culture in Chicago. Whereas in New York, you write somebody's name, you write your name backwards and be like, look how cool I did my name backwards. Right. Shit's cool. Right. But so in Chicago, it's a big diss right. like that, you know. And then in both places, just, you know, capping somebody's thing, you know, made famous by the infamous cap from Morse Park crew. Um, but, you know, or you'd write toy over it. Did toy, you ever yeah. get into, like, beef because of these type of things? Oh, big beef. I mean, kids died when I was young wow. over, over a graffiti beef, sure. Well, thank God it wasn't you. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm very happy it wasn't me. No, I mean, I got beat up pretty good several times in my life. I got, you know, I I dibbled and dabbled in graffiti for many years. Um, I definitely was a big fan of Videograph. I know a lot of the guys that made Videograph. Oh yeah, the guy from you, you Kid Cat One. Yep, yep. And I and I went to school with uh, MS, uh, um, who was um, ACC. Okay. uh, You know, I know, I know, I knew all these kids. I was away Mm. with a lot of kids. Like, uh, uh, um, I don't even want to start going through. You know what? Last time you were here. Yeah. We dropped a couple of bars with each other. You, Do you remember I that? knew you was a rapper. Do you remember we dropped a couple of bars with each other? Yeah, that was uh, that was actually some real freestyle improv. Were you drunk? So wait, wait, wait. Yep. I'm, 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 That's I'm, normally when I rap. I'm we, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to uh, uh, do that real quick. And uh, even though I'm not the best rapper, Miss Whistler has a couple uh. of bars. So we're gonna do a cipher real quick. Oh, okay. okay. So we're gonna do a cipher real quick. We're gonna see what uh, Tommy has. Oh I'm gonna try God. to keep. Oh this flow. shit! So I'm gonna I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm gonna start with. That. Let me see. Let me see. I'm gonna start off with. Let's see what it is. Let's see what it is. Um, okay. Let's start. We spin rims? No, just speak. Listen, I'm going to speak. Oh, with. shoot. What are we doing? You don't got no rims? My name is Pete G hey. from NYC. I'm sitting here with Miss Lissa and my man Tommy. Okay? Yeah. Tommy from Power. Choke a bitch, Holly. <laughs> he doesn't fuck with any drugs, particularly not Molly. Hey. But I do fuck with Coke. That's no joke. I ain't no broke, man. You got to understand that I do this every day of the week, Monday through Friday. That's my day. That's when I get high. They say, Tommy, why ain't you come around with the bag? I said, what do I look like? I ain't the dope, man. I don't push like that. I push like a boss. Mm. I don't care what you think. You should care what I thought. Mm. When I come around, sitting on the corner, 
I don't do that anymore because I'm not a mourner. I ain't going to be in a black suit and bring your family with me because I ain't going to be at your funeral, see? Hey! And you know what? He's got a lot of hoes. The last time I seen him on TV, he was putting some coke up his nose with his mama, which she looked to me like she was a tying, but I, she wasn't even trying. <laughs> Tommy, Joseph Sikora. But he, don't call him Joe, but you know he's on that ill power show. Tune in every Sunday and then come through. I'm going to talk shit on Monday because it's what I do. It's a fun way. Freestyle. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Freestyle. I got to save you. Here we come in because I know I got the flavor. She got that red hair. She don't care. She's not like the moaning style. She's like a man running that race. I need a taste. Come over here. Don't tell me you want a taste. I'm going (laughs) to put it on your face. Matter of fact, put your hands on my waist. Everybody (laughs) leave him in here with me. And he going to go fucking crazy. Hey, listen. listen, Internet's uh, Joseph Cora, Tommy got paused. Yo, Power has really been uh, a runaway hit. Yeah, runaway hit. And and, and they're doing another season and another season. Yeah. And 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 I know Miss Wissa, that was her pasty prince, as she was calling him. That's Bay, and that was after he choked Holly, and then he choked me. Yeah, Hollysha. Yeah, thank yeah. Thank, thank, thank me as your creative direct- and, director. And I mean, I got some flack because of that. I mean, because he's white and I'm black, and it, we were just a reenacting man. a scene. That's what I felt, but because I'm <laughs> black woman and he he had his white hands on my neck, it was all wrong. Like it was mm. just like. Emmett Till, I felt like the spirit in reverse. Like I was like, what did I do? Like was, mm. had to pray on it. So that's like some Darth Vader. Bro. Yeah, like, I wasn't sure if it was okay. Like I was just like, did I just like do something like a disservice to my black people? Like nah, you got so, you got I the mean, power. You got the power now. You got the power, Miss Wilson. Now you talking to me like I got now. I'm I'm the Tory. I got the power. You got the power. All right. I mean, I mean, you win some, you lose some, but you live. That was a great dead. episode, and that was I had fun. And, and that was, you know, what I liked about it, it was diversified. Actress. It was diversified. Like yeah, we went he from, was rapping. Yeah, yeah, we had a great time. It was fun. Next episode, cipher sounds. Really, really a low. You was key. right on time with that. Re- no, really a low key episode. And yeah. what I mean by that is, cipher is one of those dudes that he may not glitter like with all that gold, but he's a smart dude, and he made a living out of being. At the right place at the right time. Right. On time. Right. Let's get to the Cypher Sounds episode. You're in Long Island. Yeah. Obviously, for people who don't know, Cypher Sounds, um, what was your first break? Obviously, uh, Jessica Rosenblum, I know, you know, you were hanging. How did you even meet her? Yeah. Even well, Flex, even intern yeah. for Flex. What all came I first? Came, all I came from DJ Riz. Okay. And Wild Man Steve. They okay, had a, okay. a show at a Delphi University. Yep. Uh, Wild Man Steve let me... You know, I went there one day with some rap group just going with them. They went to a college radio station. And then uh, when I was up there, I was like, hey, can I work here? <laughs> can I answer phones or whatever? And Wild Man Steve said, yeah, sure. You can help us with guests and answer the phones. And DJ Riz was the DJ of that show. And eventually I started asking him if I could go to with him to clubs. And, you know, he didn't have a car. So I was like, hey, I'll drive you. You know well, what I'm saying? We got a win. Yeah. Okay. A little little Dotson. Oh, Dotson. I mean, nice, nice. Little Dotson. And how 200. old were you, would you say, at this time? Uh, Probably 19. God damn. Yeah, 18, 19. Okay. And then I would start picking Riz up, taking him to the clubs. He DJed at the tunnel. Okay. He was the opener. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so then I started meeting Flex, Big Cap, Jessica, and then... Riz started getting his own gigs and didn't want to open up the tunnel anymore, so he got Jessica got me to do it. So Jessica Rosenboom, yeah, 
was doing all the management at the time of the tunnel? The, or what, like, she was a promoter of that party. The okay, Mecca so party. she chose who the DJs were also? Yes, okay. correct. So, then, uh, so Riz recommended you? Yeah, and then uh, they said, you want a DJ, blah, blah, blah. Like, really, like, it was because Cap was always late. Rest in peace. Big Cap was always late. Oh, the late Big Cap. The so late, the late great, the late great big cap, and he was and, very late. It's, <laughs> and as we brought to the beginning, you made a you made a, a career out of being on time and that, being at the right place. Absolutely. But it, what, what was Jessica Rosenblum's first impression of you? Uh, I don't know. I think uh, honestly, yeah. the, I got the job because Cap was always late, and they used to let. It was like the first 500 girls free in the tunnel. So the girls would be lined up at 7 o'clock, like mm -hmm. outside the tunnel, summertime, and the sun is still out, and these girls are outside lined up. So they needed music on at like 9 o'clock. Right. So I would get there at dumb early, and Cap was supposed to come at 10, and then he saw there was someone opening, so he started coming 10, 15, 10, 30, 10, 45, 11 o'clock, and I just played. And, they need and to, to this move. day, to this day, I'll see girls in the street, and they'll be like, yo, I used to fuck with you in the tunnel, because I played all the dope R&B records. Sure, like, sure. It was just, there was like four, three, 400 girls in there before any dude even walked wow. in. So I was just like playing mad R&B joints. Mm. And like right now, I have a playlist on Tidal uh, called, two of them called uh, Ladies Free, okay. 90s R&B. And that's like all the joints I used to play in the tunnel. That's nice. Yeah. So, so, so Jessica puts you on. Yeah. Now, what happens to Cap? He don't lose his job. No, does no. He? Cap was just played. He Play, played later next. On? Yeah, he played okay, next, yep, and yep. then Flex would go on. So, so she likes what you're doing. What even? Okay, how do you meet Flex? Like, and, uh, so yeah, so Flex was the main DJ. So it would be me. I would play, and then Cap would play, and then I would get back on and play a half hour reggae. Okay. Because Flex wanted like. It's like cleaning the palette for a DJ. Like, okay. change up the music completely, and then when I come on, I'm going to play the biggest record of the night, which is the Benjamins, or Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See, or Hypnotize, or, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, like, play some other shit. So I play half an hour of reggae, and Flex saw that I was, like, not trying to play the hits. I was just an on-point guy. I've always been on point. Follow the rules, been on point, be on time, and you just... Eventually, like you got, like especially for an opener, you're the guy who's there first, so they gotta trust you're gonna be on time. Sure, and it's just like that. Like if you don't fuck that up, it's hard to fuck up. No, it's amazing because as we get through this episode, and then when we're finished with it, people will see that, like I said, and I'll say it again, you made a living out of being on time and being at the right place at the yeah. right time. You know, we even go so again with Flex. So he, he was yeah. So I meet Flex the first day he saw me. He was like. He tells Jessica, he's like, yo, tell that kid when I get on, he can't be in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, another thing. Let me tell you another thing why I win. Right there is where Ghetto Pride steps in. Mm. And people be like, yo, I'm that nigga try to sun me. And then they'll, I'll, yo, fuck him. No. You got to take your whippings. You got to take your lashes. Take your L's. And eventually you win. You know what I'm saying? Like, all that shit. Like, yo, he tried to play me. He said I can't be in the booth. Yeah, it's his booth. He makes the rules. That's it. Deal with it. And eventually, I got to stay in the booth after he gets to know me, knows that I'm on point with the music. I could suggest good records to him. And I was always on time. Then he asked me if I wanted to open up. Then I got, Cap asked me if I want to open up at the Palladium. Mm. Then Flex was like, yo, I'm doing this LL um, album release party. I need you to play for an hour before I get there. Don't be late. Boom. I get there two hours early. Mm. Play. 
and and then eventually he's like, "Yo, I want. Can you come help me at the radio station? Why is he asking me when there's a thousand other people he could ask? Because you're reliable. Because he knows I'm reliable. I know the music, and I'm going to be on point. How did money come into this? Like, meaning, like, was Jessica? Uh, they still that? owe me money. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Cipher dropped a lot of gems, man. And you could learn a lot from that episode, man. You know, like I think, like he explained, like a lot he of moments. Made, he made he made his opportunities happen. Yeah, yeah, that's nah. a fact. He's a, he's he's a, he's a good dude, Sife, man. M- m- most definitely, you know. I really appreciate, um, you know, how he never gave up, man. And he's still very humble. Yeah. Like, and he was loyal too. You know, keep in mind too. A lot of people get bitter. You know, imagine being at a station like that for seventeen years. Mm-hmm. Things don't work out. You could be a bitter person, man. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. still he's still his fucking closed eyed, looking high, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, cipher sounds. You know, shout out to you know all the uh, Latinos uh, and cipher sounds. <laughs> he definitely deserves more credit than than he gets. Now, shout out to cipher. Yeah. Next episode, we're rounding down. Angela Yee. Ow. Um, you know, it's funny. Jesus, I, the notorious just. Me and Angela were talking for a minute, and she was like, yeah, come on, whatever you want. And, uh, you know, we, we couldn't get the timing right. And then it's funny because I'll never forget I was speaking to Scotty from Engine Room, and he had said he had just spoke to you. And he was like, oh, Miss Lissa would want to, you know, she would love to have Angela on. Ow. And we spoke, and next thing you know, that episode, next episode. Come on, man. Angela. Who made that happen? See, he said yeah. Miss Lissa wanted it. I really did. She's um, somebody that I greatly admire. I think she has, like, really dope energy. Anytime I ask her, like, certain questions, she's always giving me, like, great advice, ask ye. Um, mm-hmm. And I just think that she knows how to, like, just, like, compose herself and just, like, have, like, a great demeanor, like, in certain, like, situations. And that's something that I need to work on. So, yeah. Well, you can learn something. See, that's the yeah, thing. You learn know, you know, things. You know what's dope? Not only as we do these episodes, not only do we learn something, but the people learn something, too. Yeah, and vice I have person. a crush on Angela. Yeah. You do? Yeah. For many years. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Al, you just let it out. Let that out. Ain't nothing wrong, Dallas. Ain't that's nothing right. wrong. Let it out. That's all right. Let that get right in, out. Get right in that blazing box. And she definitely, like, yeah, like, I even remember her, tell, like, telling me, and I took heed to that, like, a good interviewer doesn't even talk that much, she was telling me. Just, like, a good interviewer asks the right questions and allows the interviewee to speak. And I took heed to that, and I just started to, like, you know, just, like, hone in and try to develop my go. own style. So shout out to Angela. You learn it. Yeah. Let, let's get to the Angela E episode. Um, I used to work for Wu-Tang, so okay. that was my first job. That's was, right. That's right. I worked there when I was in school, and then when I got out of school, that was my first did, job. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. How did that even happen when you worked for Wu-Tang? Randomly, our boy Scotty, who owns Engine Room Audio, shout out to Scotty. how that happened. So <laughs> Scotty was like, oh, I want you to go intern for my boy who works at Wu-Tang Management. And I was like, okay. But I had, they had such a reputation for being like wild and crazy. I didn't really want to do it. So and you I, don't smoke weed, right? No, I, I didn't Not even anymore. smoke weed. I remember you saying one time, I think when we had you, um, on the other show, I remember you saying, um, that, uh, that the place stunk of weed when you were there or something like that. I actually had to put signs up, like, no weed during business hours. <laughs> They were like, who put these signs like, up? What I was hours like, are those? <laughs> we in the late night hours. <laughs> how was how was ODB when uh, did he ever oh, stop by? Yes, all the time. Aww. First of all, ODB used to call there and he would ask for me because I was the person that was like, I was assistant to the CEO. Okay. So I had everybody's checkbooks up there, right? 
So his baby mamas used to call me all the time and be like, I need a check. Dirty told me to call you to get a check. And I'm like, I can't just write a check. The checkbooks are here, but I can't sign the check for you, you know? So he would just direct <laughs> Dirty. everybody to me. Dirty told me to get on your check. Yeah, it Child would support. really be like that. So he would, he would call the office, right, and tell me, I need some petty cash. And I'd be like, we don't have petty cash here laying around. I don't know what you think this is. <laughs> so then he would curse me out and hang up. Then he would call back and I wouldn't answer the phone. They'd be like, Angela, Dirty wants to talk to you. And I'd be like, nope, not answering, not answering. Then he would call back, call back, call back. Then he would change his name. <laughs> and I would get on the phone. And it's like what? Like, what did he just? just Robert Housen. And he would be like, I'm sorry, my little princess. I did not mean Aww. to yell at you like that. He <laughs> <laughs> he just I think Dirty was a he was really a funny funny person he Big told baby the, Jesus the best stories you know great personality he really liked attention yeah I remember when he was on TRL and <laughs> somebody called in and they were like yo now that you're like a celebrity there's a couple other people like what are you gonna do like to give back he's like nothing, nothing. <laughs> he's like but I'll give you a shout out <laughs> yo ODB I'll tell you one thing I don't <laughs> think there has been somebody who kept it as real as ODB did. I do feel like honored to know him and to have met him and been around him. I remember um, we had did this. I still think I have this video footage at home somewhere. Jizzit was doing a video shoot and Dirty was on the hook. And we didn't think he was going to show up because he didn't show up to his own video shoot the day before. Mm. <laughs> but he showed up to Jizzit's video shoot. He knew better. He was in it and everything. And the only reason they couldn't put the video out was because Sylvia Rohn, his label, would not clear it because they were mad that he didn't go to his own video. That's whack. So they were like, no. They was on a petty cash. Yeah. So. What about uh, out of all the Wu members? I mean, who was some? Who was who some? You know, like that you built the best relationship with. Obviously, Jizza was. Yeah. You know, um, my guy Ghostface. I love Ghost. I love Raekwon. Me and Raekwon are really cool. Raekwon. Raekwon is like. Uh, He's just full out of a wisdom, you know. Every time I see him, like he's just—he's just really a good, heartfelt, like you know. He's—he's he's the nicest person. Yeah, yeah. Like if you see him, he's super cool. You know, Ray and Ghost still hang out together all the time. I yeah. actually did something with them in Florida and um, in uh, Fort Lauderdale, like not too long ago. So I still talk to them, and um, obviously Method Man. I remember when I first met Method Man, I did not like him. I thought he was so rude. <laughs> But it's him joking, and I didn't get it because I, you know, when I first met him, I was like, "What is his problem?" Like, you know, because he would just talk crazy to you. But it's just Method Man, like being jokey, jokey. So you didn't get a sense of humor. Yeah, because he would. Um, what did, I'm trying to remember what he used to do, and I used to be like, "What is wrong with him?" And then one of the other um, people that worked there were like, "That just means he's cool with you if he talks to you like that." Maybe he, he had a little crush. You know no, it wasn't get. that. I can't even remember what he did, but I remember not realizing at that time how huge Method Man was. And one day he came in the office and the office was um, on 12th Street and University. And he was like, hey, welcome me to the bank. And I'm like, all right. He was like, well, maybe we should call a cab. It was only three blocks away. I was like, dude, you could walk three blocks. But when I tell you it took an hour because everybody was stopping him on the street, I didn't realize like Method Man was huge at the yeah, time. Yeah, like, you, you got to see that in person. Everybody knew him. So I'm just thinking we could walk three blocks, no big deal. But I was so irritated. I was just standing there while he was stopping and everybody was right. taking pictures. You know, but he enjoyed it. Like Yo, he always one thing I really like about Angela people just, is just knowing like, him she's and really him put love. in her work. Yeah, I'm working for Wu Tang, working on uh, you know almost joining Hot ninety seven, serious and lip service. Listen, what, the girls what was, her, what was her footwork game? Uh, she had that? some wing like um, yeah, she had some owl sneakers. Or she had some fancy joints, some fancy yeah, just joints. just so that Pete could like some Buscemi's. Yeah, it was hot. Uh, some Mason Margiela, like yeah, some shit. Yo, Angela, we got a shoe game. 
And not only sneakers, but shoe game. I know. Boot I'm game. Just saying, what does she have on? Yes, yeah, I told you some 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 high wing price. Like you know, I don't even know yeah. what it was. One of them names that I don't know. I don't spend that much money. Uh, yo, if anyone starts stealing Angela Yee shoes, do not send them to me. DM for my address. Because <laughs> he got a crush. He got a crush, crush. Now, crush. as we um, end off the highlights of the Premium Pete Show episodes over the year, um, and again, these are not, you know, these are not in order. These are not in highlighted, um, you know, like uh, number one. This is us just going over clips that we really enjoyed. Um, and, you know, obviously, if you listen to them, then you, I'm sure you enjoyed them. If you haven't, here's a chance for you to hear a little snippet. At a later time, go back and check out that full episode. The last one is our friend, Mr. Dallas Penn. Uh, and even Miss Listen knows now. DJ Clark Kent. Our brother. Yes. Our brother. Bro- Brooklyn's finest. Big brother. God's favorite DJ. Word. Clark Kent. That's when you figured out what was a, you know, the difference between a rapper and an MC, and you explained that mm-hmm. to Big yeah. and Junior Mafia at the time. Right. Because there's plenty of times where you talk about there's a difference between being a rapper and being an MC, right? And you explained that to them, Could yeah, you, I, yeah. Uh, well, okay. To me, the MC is the guy who's like 150 percent on his bars. Mm-hmm. The rapper is the guy who could turn those bars into a great song, and then make everything that that revolves around him as a person be larger than life. So Jay did become. An amazing rapper, but he was the best MC we've ever seen first. So to me, when I look at MCs and rappers, I can go one and two on Jay and Big. One, the best MC I've ever seen still to this day is 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 Hove. Second best MC I've ever seen is Big. Mm-hmm. With with that short catalog still, I don't know anybody who's said better rhymes than him but Hove. But then if I go rapper, I go Big's the best rapper we've ever seen. He's Big's best rapper we'll ever see. Mm-hmm. And the second best rapper of, we'll ever see is, is, is Hope. Because of the way he says his rhymes. It's the way he says it. It's the presentation. It's the record. It's everything. Think about this. Big. And I'm not trying to disrespect him in any way because that was my nigga. Big made it hot to be fat. And unattractive. Mm. However, like, like, now it was okay. To have, after, however, understand me. It was okay to love that dude based off of the way he said his rhymes. And understand me, being a great rapper means the way you say your rhymes is the other shit. Because Big said, "The more I smoke, the smaller the Philly gets." And people thought the world was coming to an end. And if you listen to it, it's like, really? That's what really happens. So what? That's what happens anyway. But the way he said it, at the moment that he said it, made it the illest line in the world at that moment. And I'm going, but but me, the MC lover, is going, dog to dog, what? what? You, you got away with that? And then I was like, you know what? The way you said it was so good. Because we'd be in clubs and people would be like, come on, smoke the smaller bit. I'm just like, so what? How about you be more gone than Freeman? Yeah. That's big. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm the MC guy who understands be- becoming a rapper. That's why I can consciously say Tupac is one of the best rappers alive, but one of the, he's not even in my top 50 of MCs. But he's definitely in my top 10 of rappers. Because when you hear him, you're just like, wow. 
Yeah, he's powerful. He's powerful. Like it, and it's not the rhymes; it's the way he's saying the rhymes. I mean, how many times have you heard Tupac say the weed in the Hennessy? Yeah, like dog, <laughs> right stop saying it. But you done heard it. You done heard it so many times, and you weren't mad. It's because of the way he said it. But if you were listening for lyricism, you're going, dog. How many times are you gonna do weed in Hennessy? You dig what I'm saying? So you listen to it differently if you listen to it as as I'm seeing and rapping. So I look at Pusha T. Pusha T's bar mania. But if he's not putting it together as eloquently as or he's if he's not saying it as good as another rapper, you'll miss how amazing he is. So you got the guy the guy who might have it like even right now, like perfectly even, always is fat. Mm. I was just going to say Fab that. Is, I love you. Fab is an insane lyricist who says his rhymes amazingly. He, he just don't have that drive behind it, though. Like, I feel like he's just too comfortable in the mixtape game that he's well, not, like... Uh, think about this. He's 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 grown. Mm-hmm. And he's still killing he's shit. He's killing it. And his rhyming is effortless for him. Like, he just is that witty he's always been that witty but now it's he's witty and he's grown so his witty bars are grown up yeah now think about this when the first time you heard jay-z he was so fucking grown and witty that the the average rap kid was going what the fuck is happening i talk jewels and spit diamonds i'm all cherry like a hymen when i'm rhyming with remarkable time what the fuck are you talking about he used to have like that machine gun flow like that he did that that too fast too but if you listen to what he was saying it was amazing what he said mr clark kent one of the greatest things about my brother is that you think about it here's a guy who introduced biggie to jay-z but even better than that here's a guy who introduced damon dash to jay-z He's the, he's the, he connects the dots. He, he's the, a, a great resource. And even in meeting him that day, like every time I've met him, like he has a wonderful energy. Like he is a genuine person. Like he even, um, tried to connect me with Cypher Sounds, like before, nice. before Cypher came on the show. Like Clark is just like really great at putting people together. So shout out to him. No, he's, he, he's, he's a dude that cares. And he wears he his emotions, his heart on his sleeve. He's passionate, and uh, he's great not only to know and have as a friend, but somebody to be a pillar in the community. Not only hip hop, but sneakers and everything else. Even parenting, I, you know, he taught me a lot about parenting too. But anyway, listen, it's all hip hop. Yeah, all everything. Yeah, except for uh, certain dumb shit. But anyway, listen, as we wind down this end of the year episode, I want to mention the other shows. That we had, Raymond Santana. Listen, Miss Lissa, Central Park Five. That that dude is a good dude. Mm-hmm. Um, he been through so much. Never quit. Never gave up. That was a very special episode to us. And it's crazy now that what Trump is gonna be our president, and this man was like try to have these guys have the death penalty, yeah. and he still hasn't apologized. Fuck Trump. Fuck Trump. And 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 it's and toupee. Listen, uh, the sex therapist, Nikki Morgan, both of her episodes have been special. We uh, learned something. And yeah, she has learned how to deal with you. Like, Nikki Morgan is a sexologist and she's a babysitter. Like, she just knows how to deal with mm-hmm. children. Because you be saying some things and I could tell, like, she just be like, 
she just know how to like flip it and turn it into a gem like she did a great job especially that second time like she got to express more and teach us more and I feel I feel she's like, good people she's yeah, good people she's great uh, Sean, I want to go to the retreat the the Sean Price episode with Bernadette we had Drew Ha calling we had Buckshot calling we can had we Dallas bring back the phone a friend yeah I want to the thing is with the phone a friend I didn't like the quality that much but and it I was just afraid is what that it is. we you couldn't got, get that they quality. Stay strong, like but a lot of people friends, couldn't not... hear it, and you know we're gonna work yeah. on it. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, who, who the fuck is complaining? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Who's Fight. so goddamn privileged? These are his homies like that they saying. have ears. Calvin, Calvin, want to hear shit? Calvin and Hobbs. See, you know? he lets his homeboys. Just Actually, like, speaking of Calvin, I want to shout out them out in the beginning. We talked about the team members. Listen, I want to shout out my man Calvin, SGD Design. Yeah, he, he's the one that. Oh, and and shout out to JJR. What's his name? The guy that did the the logo and the artwork. Oh, okay, Orlando. Yeah, Orlando. He's great. Yeah, he did the. Uh, yeah, and, the, and he did the premium Pichu, yeah. uh premium Pichu logo. And Mr. He, Morris. And Mr. Morris. Um, you know, but mostly even Calvin, he did the website, and and he he's definitely been a great. Uh, yeah. How we get the team? We get a show's team. We're all over the place. Um, Organized chaos. Obviously that. Obviously Taxstone. Taxstone has been a great. We had him on twice. Great episode. Always uh, opinionated, uh, my fellow felon, uh, <laughs> Dallas Penn, my brother. Uh, his and first he's episode. In the he's a new. He's a. He's yeah, yeah. Destiny's child. Yeah, he's yeah. family. He's Come family. On. He's family. Uh, Scarface. When we had Scarface on the phone, man, yep. at the bus stop. And you know what else we did, and we never even released it. We had Killer Mike. Yes. We what? Have a, we have a Killer Mike You're episode. You're a Killer Mike the episode. Lost, the Lost P&P yeah. Lost Show? Yeah, it's a Lost yeah. Show. We should have just dropped that. Go home I, right I got to go back to it. I got to go back to it and see how <laughs> in, in 2017. Um, my brother-in-law, Milk D, to be, you know? Word. Um, it's and the, he did our, our intro, intro. song. Yep, shout out. Like, thanks to Milk for doing the intro song. You know what? Maybe for the top of yeah, you should reach out to maybe MC Lighthouse and might have a new, like how Martin had a new song each season. Yeah, yeah we'll, get, we'll get that. We'll get that. We'll change right. it up. Um, it's the real shout out to Jeff and Eric. Appreciate yes. them. Shout out to y'all. And I was not yawning at y'all last episode. Happy Hanukkah. Um, cut master cool V. Word. Go dope, pick dope, up that dope, book. Dope, Go get that dope, book. Dope. Disiphony. Uh, dope dude. Uh, shout out to Bismarck for calling in. Mm. Um, Mr. Flawless. Mm. Word. And then Mr. Flawless yeah. went on power 105 after he was here. No, like, months later. That was months later. I didn't say right after. I'm just saying after. I'm just saying how. <laughs> what like, do you want you, the guy not to eat? I'm just no. I'm saying how you caught it first. Like caught the wave. M- Mr. Flawless uh, is a great story. Yeah. Jeweler, uh, New York City jeweler, taking uh, the photos right in the street. Great. Let me tell you something. Great, great story because his family brought him to work for for them. Now he's now he went partners with them. You know, just great story. Damian Lemon, Damian Lemon, super funny dude. Um, loved his story. Another person who never gave up. You know. Uh, Rap Radar, Elliot Wilson, B Dot. Word, that was that was dope. Shout out to having them. those two on. Talking about podcast beef. There's no such thing. There is. Bobby Valentino. Slow down. I just want to rub my hands through your curly nice. This hair. is uh um um. What about um um Das Effects? You were at Beyonce concert. I was I was a Beyonce. My man Scoob Scoob Dallas uh, came through. Great episode. I love Das Effects. Uh, the legendary Carl Banks. Mm. Great oh, episode. Very an- another dude who was uh, in- inspiring, way ahead of his time. Uh, uh, made moves early. Um, Chef Robley. Chef Robley. That was great too. We like who knew that Chef Robley was so much fun. Like, yeah, he's a good dude, man, he's and he's talented. Uh, our, our friend Mayor Cocaine. 
Mayor. Shout out to Mayor. Mayor, uh, uh, you know, just really just 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 talking about Jay-Z and Puff pre-ordering their bottles and club assholes that he half owned right. back in the day. I mean, Mayor is more than sneakers. And in this world, it's bigger than sneakers. This is what we always say. It's bigger than hip-hop. It's bigger than sneakers. But listen, Internet, that was the highlights and the mentions of the year-end Premium Pete Show. Miss Listen, we, we did this. We definitely did it, and I'm excited for what's to come. I definitely want us to do, like, a live show or two or three or four. First of all, Internet, since 2017, we're going to work on definitely doing live shows. Yeah. In a city near you. Let us know. Tweet us. Uh, at Miss Lissa Knows, at Premium P, at Premium P Show. Let us know where you're from if you want us to come out there. We're going to work on that, doing live shows. And even, like, you know, more guests. Yeah, we're going to go even more. We're going to go left. We're going to go super yeah. left. Super so, left. Listen, bunch of shit. I'm excited for, for it. I'm excited what's, for what's it. What's to come. Yeah, and if you have any suggestions or you want to talk to us or you need any help, if you need any type of advice or if you just want uh, uh, me to write back and tell you, shut the fuck up. Yeah, please um, go write back. Email show at gmail.com. You know what? Before we get out of here, on this, um, hopefully you guys had a great Christmas. I wish you healthiness and happiness. Have a safe and happy, healthy New Year. I want to go over the best of I don't trust people hashtags. We're going to do a couple of them. Okay. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> so somebody, um, I am Rails wrote, I don't trust people in the Victoria College. Mm. Well, neither do we. Um, Fidel Fresco said, I don't trust people. Uh, a bodega uh, without a cat. We, no, that, that's a that's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, what's the next one? Um, premium Pete show. I don't trust people who eat rice with ketchup. Mm-hmm. Weirdos. Weirdos. Yep. Um, what else was there? Dudes. Uh, dudes really be walking around with empty designer bags. I don't trust people. Vanessa Naughton. I don't trust people who sleep with their socks on. Oh, uh, that's I've done that a couple of times. I don't mm-hmm. trust myself. Uh, yo, uh, somebody wrote. I don't trust people that still have water beds. You know, <laughs> I don't trust people who eat rice with ketchup is some real shit, though. Like, even though I feel like if it's yellow rice, it's OK. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's like, with the beans and the olives. Like you could just throw a little bit. I'm Somebody hungry is, right now. I yeah, when, go y'all, back to that. when y'all say I don't trust people with dirty microwaves. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's you can't. They say random, but I don't trust people with dirty microwaves. Another one, Ada Emperor. Shout out to Aaron. So I don't trust people who get square back shape ups. <laughs> is that bad? I mean, it's in the back, man. So I guess, you know, who knows? You got curves? You want to be a square. Hey, listen, the, no judgments on when you don't trust people. That's just your shit. Yeah, yeah. We don't shame that, it. Yeah, no. What it, not, the Cushed Out Ran. Uh, I'm not going to shame people who may not trust people. No. Nah, sometimes people are not, you know. I agree. People Cush, are fucks. Cushed Out Ran wrote, I don't trust people who pronounce the. No, 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 no. Hold up. Cushed Out Ran wrote, I don't trust people that don't have a top lip. Wait, who don't have a top lip? White women. Okay. Susan Lucci. Okay, I didn't know that. Miss Listen Knows said, I don't trust people who pronounce the L in Salmon. <laughs> Which you just did. And then we found out that Bobby Valentino does that. So I don't trust him. And didn't you know, I don't trust people that come that just come in your fridge and don't ask. What the fuck? You just can't be coming nowhere without asking. Not the no, fridge, no. not the stomach, not the mouth. And the like, la- ask first. And the last one is J. David 5602. He wrote, I don't trust people who sit on public toilets without the tissue ring set up. <laughs> I don't trust. You know what? I don't trust with the toilet seat. That's real. You know the new one where you press a button and it just like moves the like plastic around like it's supposed to be. Yeah. Where's that plastic go? Yeah. Like, 
like you ain't gonna just put the same or plastic it, on my seat and try to trick me. Does it get wiped down? Does it get like, wiped up and wiped that. down? Let me tell you something. What you need to do is put take a little bit of water. Take a tissue paper, put a little bit of water on it. Wipe your ass. Like give it like a little sealant, and then put the fucking the round thing and let it stick to you. So when you walk away. You know, yo, I don't trust people who walk around and have turtle paper hanging out of their ass. You ever see somebody walk around with turtle paper? You, out, out, on their like, foot? No, like uh, they're coming pants. out of their pants. Yeah, I've never seen pants. that. Yeah, I've seen that, man. It's happened. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, they wiping before they, they, like, you wiping as you standing up because the cheeks got to close I on. I don't the, even like, understand the math. How does that happen? Don't well, understand it. It's curious, but. I mean, it's something that we don't need to know. But uh, listen, <laughs> on an ending note, um, you know, I want us all to end off. But um, so go ahead, Miss Lisa. End of the year episode. Your last notes before New Year is upon you. Um, Anything you like to say to the people? I think that I just want to tell everybody to chase your dreams and really believe in yourself and hone in on what makes you great and don't worry about anybody else. Mm. Stay focused on your journey. Roll, roll, roll your boat. Like you can't really be looking at everybody else's boat. And what they're doing. And just remember that social media does matter, but it's not everything. Whose hands are you shaking in 2017? Likes are cool. And all of that is fine and dandy, but you got to secure the bag sure. for 2017. Mm, mm, mm. Like, Whoa. Do that. Secure the Whoa. bag. Mr. Dallas Penn? Shit. I, she just... Drop the microphone. That's it. That's it. Secure the bag. She said it, about well, 2017, it does not stop. It doesn't stop. It never stops. Good to see you. Miss Lissa, always great to see you. Al. Good to see some other staffers again tonight. Man, the spaceship is flying. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love it. It's always great having you. I'm telling you. Just it, It's good to be here, though. It's good to be here amongst y'all. Y'all energy is fantastic. Like, man, may it never stop, Premier Al. Pete. May it no, never man, stop. It's not, not going to stop. And listen, internets, I do want to say this um, as we end off. But, um, you know, um, thank you for allowing me um, to really just be comedic, just be myself. Um, you know, we're going to continue, uh, me and Miss Lisa, continue to make you laugh, continue to bring you different people from different walks of life, continue to talk about mental health, continue to talk about depression, continue to talk about parenting, continue to talk about sex. You know, I just, you know, just continue to talk about stuff. And, 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 and here's the thing. We're not doing this podcast um, just so we can say that we're doing a podcast. We're doing this podcast because I want people to get something out of it. Uh, uh, I, I love the opportunities and the therapeutic times it gives me, but I also love that people get a chance to learn something, to gain something. I want people, and, and I feel like we have done that this year. And, you know, I'm excited. I'm not in no competition with anybody except for ourselves. So, internets, be safe. Uh, you know, don't be going driving on fucking New Year's. Let, you know, use your skateboard, call Uber, call Lyft, whatever it is. But we'll see you the top of the year. Happy New Year. Happy holidays to you and your family. Now go fuck up something. Cheer. <laughs> Ow. <laughs>